Welcome to Free Fall RC Podcast. Yeah, he's screaming up there. They're all screaming and stomping around. Uh, might have to move this podcast recording stuff out to the garage. Eh, whatever. Let's start. Welcome to another episode of Free Fall RC Podcast. I'm Steve, and here with me is Fred. Hey! And Kevin. Hey, guys. <laughs> I switched it up on you guys. <laughs> this is oh, episode oh, number... Guy. <laughs> this is episode number 123. Welcome to the show. So, uh, let's see here. Let's catch up with everyone's week. Who'd like to go first? Fred, would you like to go first? Fred, why don't you go first? You never go first. I never go first. I, I don't even know what to do now. What do I do with my hands? All right, I'm going to stop editing this podcast right now. It's done. <laughs> podcast is over. <laughs> the silliness well, guys, is getting to me. Great night. <sighs> All right, go ahead, Fred. I promise I won't talk over you. So so I wrote down, meh, not meh. much. I only, you know, threw a few things into my trailer, hooked it up to my truck, threw my motorcycle in the back of there, and drove my way up to uh, America's Georgia for Seth. Nice. nice but other dude. than that, nothing happened. Uh, let's see. Did I get any flying in? Yeah, I might have flown a couple of things. Uh, I didn't fly the helicopter. I had it with me, though, and so I'm kind of kicking myself. In fact, I, I'm really kicking myself, honestly. Um, there was a helicopter row. There was actually a few people over there doing stuff, and, man, they were just from the the blade farts, you could tell they were doing something. Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> when I did walk over there, nobody was flying. So, um, yeah, I didn't I didn't do any any live feeds this trip. I I, I was just kind of there for me. Um, sure. Kind of like I you know I I made that promise as part of our uh, New Year's you know resolutions to uh, attend more of these events so that I can go see my friends. Well, Seth was kind of the thing that started all for me. It was years I mean years ago I don't know two thousand. Oh, 2007 or 2005, maybe. I think it was the first one I went to. And, uh, and, uh, you know, I made a bunch of friends. And, and then, and since then, I've, I've, you know, met a lot of folks. So, um, I, I, I awesome. That's awesome. I dude. spread myself around quite a bit this weekend. And, uh, there was some mud. I, I lived up to my tradition of being barefoot the entire event. Uh, I did, I did throw on some flip flops in the morning because the mud was cold. Uh, mm. <laughs> Yeah, but it warmed up beautiful during the day, and uh, man, there was so much to see, so many people to see. It it was awesome. Uh, you guys had we were talked about a little bit before the show um, with uh, Carl and Josh, uh, Carl mm-hmm. Lidick and Josh Orchard, and those guys are fantastic builders. And yes. one of their 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 mentors, idols, whatever you want to call it, is John Morgan. And John Morgan's someone I've been following since I first got into the hobby over in RC groups. It's it's an old old thread, but look up how I finish my planes and how I finish my planes part due D E U X. That's Jay Morgan is the author. I mean, look at the date and what he was doing back then with foam. I mean that it's just it's amazing. And I mean those are the days back when we're winding our own brushless motors or we're using the well we I wasn't doing it the other guys were um, the the motors right out of the hard drives of computers and just wow. really just. And, and, you know, some of the original commercial motors coming out back then were, you know, it was awesome. It was some cool times. And John Morgan was so far ahead of the curve back then. Um, they got, they were excited about a plane that he put up in the air 
this weekend. Uh, I think it was a Brewster, and it was ew, oh, it was gorgeous. I got pictures of that. I'll have to link to my albums into the to the group page. Yes. Uh, um, nice, dude. Oh, I uh, <laughs> Josh Finn. You guys might know him from some of the flight test episodes. He's big into his free flight type stuff. He's right. got a company called J and H Arrow. Arrow. I can't believe I'm dropping the name. We're joking about making fun of messing up the name, and now I'm going to do it. Um, <laughs> but anyways, it's J&H uh, Aerosmithing, Arrow, Arrow. Anyways, they have a company, and what they primarily do is little um, balsa gliders, and not like the ones that you used to buy in the store with the plastic bag. These these are much higher quality. Um, he's got mm-hmm. uh, the rubber band launch ones. He's got discus launch ones. But the, the showstopper, and we if you watch the episodes on, on uh, Flight Test, was his rocket launch ones. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And he's got the fixed wing. He's also got the one the wings are folded, and then when it launches and releases, the wings pop out. He didn't break that out for the demo, but he was in the noontime demo with his, uh, his, his products. And he came up to me and says, Fred, I need a favor. I'm like, uh, okay. I need someone to talk for the show, and you never shut up. <laughs> so all right i'll uh I'll, I'll work that into my speech and i did uh he didn't say it exactly like that but that was what he's getting at mm-hmm. and so it was funny so i got to be up there at the announcer and uh so the, the, they do the, the rubber band launch one that's okay they 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 do the discus launch ones and the discus launch ones use a uh umx brick you know the little microplanes from horizon yeah, uh, for, the, for the receiver and the servos, so you have okay, full range yeah. control of it. Nice. And then they launched the 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 rocket launch one, mm-hmm. and I'm just like everyone else. I'm looking up. I'm like, whoa, that's kind of cool. I stopped talking, <laughs> and so somebody in the audience might have been the guy that's doing the MC for the event, or might have been just a spectator. Says, "Well, what's it doing?" I'm like, "Oh, well, the rockety thing launched up in the air, and the glidery thing separated from it." And it's going to come flying back down in the radio control thing. And, yeah, that, that got a couple laughs out of the crowd. But uh, <laughs> I just I, – I was in awe. I mean, it was cool to watch that, that glider launch off. So Nice, dude. Yeah. And, yeah. and, I mean, I don't – I don't I, I could go on for the whole show with it because, I mean, the event was awesome. But I'll, I'll kind of cut it short. Um, the, the weather was a little iffy before I got there. I mean, there was some rain and stuff. I was going to go up Thursday. Um, I waited till Thursday – night and then rolled in up there about midnight and i ended up having to leave a little bit early i left uh saturday afternoon and i i'm kicking myself because i had to be back for work but the night flying on saturday night man i saw the pictures and video it was awesome they had a bunch of the ernie wings the 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 big flying wings that had all the lights on the inside glowing and they look and sound awesome flying through the air the uh, normans that's a plane that it's a kind of a little stubby high wing with a, a animated characters face on the front um all made out of i think epp and that comes i think lane's planes is the ones that's cuts and, and sells those uh that that was so cool to watch because the guys have i mean they, they took some time decorating some of them up some of them are plain uh white but they really look awesome because they've got colored lights in them at night so this plain white plane turns into something absolutely gorgeous and so they they flew them as the noontime demo and they flew them at night and the night flights of it was i did get to see that on friday night that was cool because i mean they're, they're doing a nice organized you know gaggle of this plane you know all the same type of plane flying around 
and and that was fun because to see that many guys with the same plane all get together and do that, it, it, mm-hmm. it, the rest of us enjoyed it. Um, and uh, so, yeah, yeah, I know. I said I was going to keep it short, and there I go again. But there, there was some really cool stuff that, that happened at the event. Yeah, that's the plane that they had set up like a cow, right? Yeah, the, the, they had that. They had the giant Norman. They had, I mean, they've done a bunch of stuff with it. Those that group is like, well, the the Canadian version is the A team, E H A. Yeah, A. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then there's a oh hell, I forget what they call the other group there, but yeah, they're they're a bunch of goofs, and they I mean they they have a great time. It's uh, you know a couple of guys from Canada, Glenn and and Ian, and you got Fireman Bill that's there, and uh, of course Lane from Lane's Planes, uh, and several other guys that's in that. Uh, are, Phil, uh, PC Phil, Phil Rory is uh, part of the group there. and Yeah, great guys. Nice. Yeah, I was following uh, Joshua Orchard and Carl Leidick, uh as they were going up there, man. And I was thrilled to see Carl finally get that P40. Oh, I, mean, I love the P40. Again, again. He's, and, he's yeah. had, like, I think that was his fourth maiden on it. Yeah. And uh, they had so all sorts of different trouble. And I felt bad because um, he, he's, I mean, the plane looks good, but nobody can top. Josh Orchard, I'm sorry, Joshua Orchard. Uh, mm-hmm. When it comes to detail and planes, that man will spend hours. Oh yeah, putting little glue drop rivets onto a plane, and I felt bad because it was a little bit of uh, road rash damage to the Corsair on the trip up, but nothing that stopped him from flying. Now, what he did have an issue with. Oh no, I didn't it, see that fly. I got to check that out. Oh yeah, oh that he does. He did I must a. Have he did a really cool video with it. He just put it out, like, was it today? Yesterday. I think it was last night. Okay. Um, he had the run cam split in the cockpit, so you got the cockpit view. Now, he doesn't have the cockpit fully detailed yet, and I don't know if that's something he's planning because that will look awesome because you, you're in the plane, uh, yeah. and it's it's high-definition video. Uh, but he, uh, he he did fly that, and it, it looked gorgeous. But what was, uh, what was funny, not funny, not funny, haha. Actually, it was a little bit funny on for the rest. Of it, not so much for him, but he went to land it, and the wheels spun in. You know, they they towed in. Yeah. And oh. What he realized happened was he forgot to grind a flat spot on the round stock for the landing gear. So even though he he screwed in a, um, a lock screw on it, it didn't have a flat spot to to hold it in place. So it slipped on him when it landed, and. Uh, so it didn't do any damage, I don't think, but it, it did probably give him a little bit of a, a skip in the heartbeat. Oh, interesting. Now, I just learned something there, man, because I have a Corsair uh, just made out of Dollar Tree, and I have retracts in it that I'm yet to fly, and I I know I didn't do that. Grind a little spot, and I've had him, I've had him turn around on my P40 to a Hobby King one that I have. Yep. Mm-hmm. Huh. Okay. And those I put aftermarket retracts in it because Hobby King's ones were so terrible. But yeah, I saw Carl flying the P40 that he has. That's got to be what seven <coughs> foot wingspan on that it's thing. Not, yeah, it's a six seven foot wingspan. It's a big plane. It's it's definitely larger than the the Corsair. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so and, and I saw him go around with that and get get some passes in. And then when he came into land, yeah, he was going wait. He almost. He tip stalled it at one point, and you know, oh, well, yeah, everyone's heart yeah, skipped a beat. Some, some filming for him on that, and yeah, I was, you know, I'm thinking, oh, I better get this on video because it's about to go in because he was on the far side of the lake and it was wobbling. Yeah, yeah, I think he was going a little too slow, and uh, hey, he landed yeah, it pretty not, good I'm, though. I'm not sure any of us knows what happened because it wasn't. I mean, in person, it didn't look like it was going that slow. Um, you know, because like I said, I'm chasing it with the camera. 
Yeah. Uh, it definitely wobbled on him hard, and and it it he saved it, man. It was a good save. But see, once you come around, and then all of a sudden the wind is now instead of you're flying into it, you know you're coming across the wind, and then you start to to bank again, and you're going to fly with the wind. I think that's when you get some erratic, you know, pushes from the wind. Some wind shifts out there, and he was right over there by the the, the little island of trees, yeah. which probably has some eddying effects too. Yeah, um, it was a rough spot. Not to get distracted from that, and I, I know I said I was going to keep it short, but I lied. Uh, <laughs> someone else that was there, uh, Joshua Parker, is a young man that that's been doing some, you know, working with foam, and uh, he was down at Flight Fest South. That's where I got to meet him, and uh, I think he actually uh, managed to get into one of the episodes of Flight Test. He had made this uh, pretty decent sized wingspan. It must have been six, seven foot wingspan uh, foam reaper, uh, kind of a UAV you know, like the airplane drone. Yeah, yeah, uh, yep. And it it looks rough. I mean, it, it's boxy and it's it's foam and it's you it, it's not it's not a Carl or or Josh Orchard you know finish mm-hmm. to it. But uh, he was proud of it. He was so proud of that plane. And to be honest with you, the rest of us were kind of not sure if it was going to fly. But we watched, and he had one of the Horizon guys. Uh, I guess helped him with some of his settings and the radio. And the guy offered to to put it up as a maiden. And he gets it running. He gets it running. He's having a hard time getting it to, to rotate off the ground because the way the rear stabilizer sticks downward um, yeah. for, for the vertical stabilizer, it, it made it hard to rotate off that landing gear. Well, it finally lifted up, and it's up and up and up, and it's flying, and it banks, and it comes around, and he's making a circuit, and it's flying, and we're all cheering. And then he flies over the lake, which you know if there's going to be a failure. Oh, no. Oh, oh yes. At that <laughs> oh, point, shoot. the wing said, ah! We're over water. Let's clap. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> oh, I don't fold it in. Oh my goodness! It was, it was, it was, uh, it was epic. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but I mean, the rest of us were so happy that it, it flew, and he had that success because I mean, he yeah. he had had a rough run with some of the stuff, you know, issues with electronics or or you know just other issues. But John, he he uh, he got that plane up and it flew, and you know, I think we're all excited for him. Nice, yeah, because I, I saw it, man. I was like, oh, that's cool. I knew exactly what it was as soon as I saw it. So I guess um, at this point I would let one of the rest of you guys talk, but I'm going to interject again. Uh, I had fun with Flat Pat. I think you guys caught some of that. Patrick Sean Murphy from the uh, FT Community Cast. Mm-hmm. Uh, several years ago I had printed out a little picture of him on a body and laminated it. And uh, we were supposed to take a trip together. We didn't get to go on the trip, so the flat pat was the alternative. He went around with me on stuff, work things, and local trips. Well, we made a flat pat, too, because the first mm-hmm. one got a little bit ratty. And uh, so flat pat made the trip, and it was the whole epic arc from departing the house to the trip and then coming home. Uh, flat pat had his own series of photos. And honestly, it was a fun way to document the, the event because – that time, you know, with the flat pat, I made sure to take more pictures than I might have because I wanted to make sure flat pat was in the picture. <laughs> so I, I took more pictures of people than I usually do. Um, I took more silly pictures and had fun with it than I usually do. I, I mean, the flat pat really added to the whole experience. And uh, I mean, if, if you're going on a trip, you know, it might be kind of a fun thing to do. You know, it could be a, a plastic toy or it could be a laminated character it it just was and it and it's kind of interesting because you haven't explained it to people that are looking at the picture well what does this mean um and so it gives you a little bit more story to each picture 
So do I have to take Kevin's face and put it on a Barbie doll and bring it to Spring Fling? Yeah, put it on a Barbie doll. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. That's um, as long as the Barbie doll has long hair. Makes, I don't care. That that yeah, 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 yeah. Make make long hair. I'll put a guitar on it. I don't care. <laughs> put a guitar I, I, in his I head. think that takes the Steve and Kevin bromance a little bit to the creepy bro. <laughs> yeah, but Fred Barbie has no genitals, so it doesn't make a difference. Yeah, I, I have no genitals. Got the man boobs going. Um, so. Yeah, no, this is a good idea, Fred. I saw the pictures, man. I'm, I was cracking up at a bunch of them, man. Just like, hey, you were going up to different people. Hold, hold flat, Pat, man. I'll take a picture. So what? I got, I have two questions though, dude. What animated uh, cartoon character is uh, Pat's head on, and how does he feel about the, the rotundness of the cartoon character? Well, uh, he, he hasn't objected to the body part of it, apparently. Uh, he, he likes the oversized head to the body. It's funny because uh, the expression on his face kind of fits the body the way it's. Oh like, yeah, the fists we, in we, the air. We uh, we we picked the face. Um, we have plenty of pictures to choose from, though. Uh, <laughs> so the uh, the character is just a generic. You know, I think it was uh, a safari, just a generic picture on Google safari cartoon, and, and uh, I photoshopped the head right over the existing cartoon head. And it worked out pretty well. Nice, yeah, man. I guess he went for a flight too. I see him strapped to. Oh yeah, yeah. He went on guy's a couple plane. Of flights. Nice. Uh, he, he was in one pretty impressive crash. But I mean, that's kind of the fun thing about it is, you know, it's hard to get up and, and meet new. Not for me. I, I I have no problem being excessively social. But some people might have a hard time going up and talking to other people. But Flat Pat made it easy. Here, hold this. And then while we're he's holding it or she's holding it, we're talking. And it, it's a, you, it's a kind of a quick bond right there. Yeah, it's a nice icebreaker. So, and man, I, like I said, I, I I got to meet a lot more people. I got to meet some folks that are actually fairly local to here. Some uh, a dad and several sons were here, and they were flight test fans. Um, so you know, we exchanged information. I might run up there and go fly with them sometime. Nice. And what mm. I see, there are a couple of scale planes lift off too, huh? From that field. Oh, huh? yeah. Well, that's Seth for you. Seth is, um, I mean, the, the original thing was electric flight. And back when balsa was still king, uh, foam just really was not something that you admitted to flying too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, the, the Ceph was, I mean, a lot of that electric conversion. Now, we, you know, you started seeing more of the foam planes, the GWS and stuff like that coming in. And the flat foam, the old fan fold foam was getting pretty popular for stuff. Right. Uh, the, the, the streamerless combat really kicked off with Seth. Um, man, we, we would laugh as the pieces of the planes would just come fluttering down. That that was so much better than trying to cut streamers. And, uh, you know, the original Seth's was was uh, impressive. But, yeah, so so scale has always been a big part of it. Oh, that's cool. I'm, I'm hoping to run up. I, I want to go up to the summer one. Uh, I've got some old videos on my YouTube. Uh, they have a Warbird, RC Warbird meet up there at Hodges. Uh, I think in July, June or Ju- June, June, because uh, I remember my brother went with me on that one. We were talking about it afterwards. Uh, so hopefully I can sneak away in June if they have it to, to attend that. Cool, man. Other than that, I really, really didn't do much on my week. Well, yeah. geez, dude, <laughs> you just dwarfed what I did. I know, right? <laughs> so All right. So, Kevin, yeah, why don't you me- go? All right. Uh, so I've been printing out more stuff. I might as well just say this every week. Uh, 
but I think it was last week or the week before I was printing out the little springs. They actually came out pretty good uh, mm-hmm. as little shocks. Boing, the, the Steerman. Oh, I forgot to even add this to my list of stuff, but. Do the springs actually spring? Yeah, they do. Slightly. It, is it is it regular PLA or what did you use for the material? Yeah, it's regular PLA. Huh, that's good. I mean, I don't think it's scale because I could probably ride in this plane, you know, before the springs actually do anything, but they're there. I mean, they do spring a little bit. You know, they're not like, uh, for the weight of the plane, I don't think it's really going to do much. But they yeah, are there. not without one heck of a hard landing. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I know I put it out there that, hey, I was having problems with push rods, finding like small push rods that were like mm-hmm. two feet long. Yeah. Uh, or three feet long. And uh, by chance, I I stopped by local hobby shop and like I like I was gonna say, local hobby shop to the rescue. Uh, I went into my local place, Kenville Hobbies in Kenville. Uh, I don't know how I came up with that name, but uh, <laughs> I I walked in and I was asking him. You know, I was like, hey, you know, I need really long push rods or something, you know, stiff, but uh, it's got to be like one millimeter or smaller diameter because the edge uses those type of uh, rods for its hinges for the for the elevators mm-hmm. and you know rudder and all that and you know steve and yep. the ailerons but the uh the steerman uses them as acts as actual push rods to move the control surfaces back and forth so he got up you know out from behind the counter and came walking around and he had a couple things in bags but they were really they were super huge they were for balsa and they had the tubes with them you know and everything and yeah, some were, yeah some were mm-hmm. push pull and everything like that so I went over to where he had the carbon fiber and all that stuff, and I was like, hmm, let me look around here. And as I rounded the corner, just like you had said, Steve, you know, they have what they call music wire or piano wire, uh, and he had a ton yep. of it. He had a ton of it right in front of the – and I don't even think he realized that that's what I was looking for. Yeah. Because uh, as I rounded – I mean, and he had so many different diameters – Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, one, they make they were, a whole kit. Yes, yeah. yeah, some were smaller than I needed. Some were, you know, way larger than what I needed. Uh, but I, you know, got out my phone. And I said, "All right, what's, you know, one millimeter in metric and uh, or in uh, in inches?" And found a couple that I I picked up and I got. It, they fit perfect, man. So that solved that problem, and I'll be probably going back for more. I bought like three of each, so I have like six of them, and uh, yeah, it worked out great. And I picked up a couple other things while I was there that I needed. Nice. So that solved that problem. But yeah, I've been printing out a bunch of different things. Uh, was trying to uh, something different. I printed out Thingiverse's uh, RC speed tank. I posted that on Facebook and mm-hmm. got some got some comments. A couple of comments. Our buddy Mark from Australia was asking me a few questions and stuff. And then we had talked last week about doing the open rc f1 that's also on thingiverse and uh i want to print that out see how that's that i started printing that out uh you know the top part in abs and i was thinking maybe i'll you know acetone vape it maybe smooth it out a little bit see how that works nice Uh, maybe i don't know we'll see because i'm i've never done that before either yeah Uh, it comes out good but it makes it very soft so you gotta like vapor bath it and then take it out without touching it yeah yeah and that's the hard part yeah you got to put it on some kind of base yeah yeah and i probably wouldn't get too crazy with it because it came out really good as it is i'm printing that on the mini on the let mini um some of those parts 
are, are strange the way their orientation is. And, uh, mm-hmm. it's going to be a challenge to print those with some of the overhangs. Uh, even well, though just, I think it's set up the best way. I mean, is it, are you supposed to print with supports? We'll see. I don't know. It does, it looks like a few of them you can print without support. They kind of go up, not at a 90, but sort of like. As long you know, as like, it's no more than like, 45 degree. Well, this is the problem. Uh, one of them prints at about 70 degrees, but as it gets to the top, another piece juts back going across the printed piece, and that piece is about like 20 degrees. Yeah, so now that, then you like, need like, how do you support that? Uh, I think I'd have to reorientate the uh, whole thing mm-hmm. somehow before I print it. So um, I didn't get a chance to go flying at our local field with you guys uh, this weekend, but I did get a couple flights in on Sunday, went to the the PAL in total. It was my father-in-law's 90th birthday party, man. We had a huge party for him at the PAL. I got to drink scotch with the chief of police and the fire chief, and I probably shouldn't say that, but they probably don't listen, so I don't care. I got to hang out with all the big wigs in total, man. My my father nice. was the best, dude. He's 90, and he's in better shape than me, and he was in World War II, and we get to talking a lot, and uh, he's like my hero. I love the guy, man. But we went up there early to set up for the party at like 8 o'clock in the morning, and the party mm-hmm. wasn't until 1, and we were done by like 8.15 with setting up all the tables and everything. So I had my two oxies with me, and I figured I'd just stay and hang out because they were having food delivered and a couple other things you know, yeah. were going on. Everybody else went home to take showers. I was like, I'm just going to hang. So I had the the oxies with me, and I was flying them in the ball field. You know, I got a bunch of flights in while I was waiting. Had my charger there. I was charging stuff up, and it was cool because uh, a lot of my family hasn't seen me fly since, like, last year where I was oh, basically, so, yeah. yeah, wasn't getting as crazy as I am now. So they were pretty impressed. Nice. <laughs> I don't think they understood what was going on, but uh, it was pretty funny. They were, they were pretty impressed. Yeah, so and then last night I, I messed around with the little mini V-bar trying to get that set up. And, uh, Steve, you got back to me. Um, I reached out to Chris, too. I did some, re- you know, some searching on Google and YouTube, and I couldn't find much on the mini V-bar. If I did, uh-huh. it was mini V-bar with satellites. It was There was really nothing mini V-bar with the, the, the Mikado satellite. It was weird. Yeah, it's, it's it's you just basically look for um, it's basically following instructions for a, a blue line or silver line V control with version six to be to work with V control. Yeah, that's a big confusing ordeal, and you know, I know how to do it, but it's still confusing, and that's the issues I was having when at at uh, ne- at, at Nef, Sorry, you know, when we was trying oh, to right. get the the things to recognize and read. So what I did was I, I wasn't sure if the cable I was using was even working, so I plugged in my radio, and, uh, you know, it, it did whatever update it had to do, because it's probably been a while since I've updated mm-hmm. it. So I knew, that, I knew the cable worked, and what would happen is I'd plug it into the V-bar, and when I brought up the, you know, the manager or the V-stabby, the green, the USB would go green, you know, make the noise, didn't it, that it, that it recognized, the computer recognized mm-hmm. it, and the, the words USB would go green, but then it would show no connection, and it would never... It wouldn't do anything. So I tried a bunch of different combinations, uh, you know, and, uh, you know, setup wise, like plugging this in first and then that and nothing really worked. So I was like, all right, I'll just put it on side, man. I, I was doing some other things. Yeah. I mean, if it has version six already on it, 
meaning it connected to your machine, but none of your, the applications read it, um, just try to bind it. It probably would bind to your V control. Don't need the, I tried that too. The bind button was had a line through it. Wouldn't let me bind to it. Make sure your motor switch is off. If your motor switch is okay. in idle, your yeah. I think you did tell me bind, that. Bind yeah. won't. Um, it won't enable bind. Okay. Okay. Have to try it. Yeah, yeah. If, if, the best thing to do, actually, I mean, depending on what what you want to do with that mini V bar, if you're using it for a helicopter and it already has version six on it, just load it up, bind it. It should, you know, you should be able to load up um, whatever model size and and start your configuration. But if you want to use it for like a plane or something else, you need to register it to your account. So it's a pain in the butt, but you need to downgrade it to a version five point three and then. Then register it by sending these log files to Mikado. It takes a day, and then oh, right. and then yeah. they'll they'll acknowledge it and put it on your account. And then once you have it on your account, then you can upgrade it to version six V plane or V or just regular you know Express or V bar uh, version six software for your V control. It's it's a well, it's a all pain. I want to do is I want to put it in the five hundred. But I my question was when I looked at some of the diagrams online, I didn't know where the input was for the rpm sensor or if it even has well it should have one it does right? it does it has all the inputs for that it's it's confusing you have to look at you have to look at the manual and the esc a couple of them didn't have the esc yeah it's like it's like rxa or something like that because yeah. there's like yep. channel one through something and then there's like rxa b and and it's i think the esc is uh a yeah but yeah i can help you with that it's, it is a little confusing trying to especially coming from the neos because they're so like you know yeah. foolproof simple yeah so that's all i've been up to man what have you been up to so yeah i i flew on uh sunday i went to the i went to the club field i went to polder and it was just me uh mike d anthony c and mike longo damn for a minute there i thought the beastie boys were in town <laughs> And, and you know it's cool because it was like you know it's just a couple of guys and we just you know had a day of just flying. We we've, I flew I don't know how many flights, probably like twelve, fourteen, or something like that. I ran out of nitro in my gas tank. Like you know, I only I only had about I guess three or two three flights worth. I thought I had more, but uh, I ran out of gas there or nitro. Yeah, so I'll I've been doing a whole bunch of three D printing too, um, as you can. Here, my 3D printer is still running in the background. It's almost done with this job, 99%. But, um, yeah, I got to uh, print a 3D hovercraft that I, I found the plans or the STL files on Thingiverse. And that thing is actually pretty uh, – the way that the guy designed it is pretty pretty neat. You know, um, Some of the stuff I would probably design a different way, but the way he has the, the, the airbag or the skirt, um, mounted is actually pretty nice. It's like seven or eight screws on the bottom with a, a skirt uh, clamp, and okay. then basically you just kind of the bag kind of folds up towards the top part of the hole, and you just uses these little clips that you print like 70, 80 of them up, and and those clip around the bag on top. And when you know you turn on the the motor to get that bag filled, it just poof, pops right up, and it's floating. It's it's floating on a on air, it's it's actually really nice. So let me ask you something. You were saying that part of that was a little too large for you to print in one shot. 
Yeah, a lot of it was like 225 or 220 millimeters. And, and normally this bed can do it, uh, the A-Net 8. But because I'm running a, a glass sheet on top, which is only 8 inches, which is about 200 millimeters. So, right. I, you know, basically gets right on that end. So what I ended up doing is cutting the, the large, um, you know, models, the large prints, like the top hole, the bottom hole, like those parts. I actually just cut them in half. See, I tried to do that with one, two, three D. I've tried to do it with Fusion three sixty, which I don't have time to sit through the hours of tutorials that I might need to do that with. And then, so I asked you because one, two, three D always tells me it needs to be some kind of solid first, and then bring it into mesh mixer or something. Which oh my god, that's working right. So complicated. So you said you used um yeah you think something online yeah. So, Tinkercad. Oh, my 3D print's done. I use uh, Tinkercad, nice. and Tinkercad is like an online, you know, CAD program. And it basically, would, would, you know, it's like a program to that you use basic shapes to to modify and and make other shapes with. So I took that STL file and imported it. So I had my basic shape, right, which is like say the top hole, and to cut it in half. You have these blocks, so you have a block where you can make that in an erase block. So it could either be a positive or a negative of of a of a you know block, and you can okay. make the block you know as big as you want. So you make it as you know half the size of the the whole you know the whole model, and you lay it in there and you put it right in the middle, and you put the piece in so that way half of it is being erased, and then you join those two, you group them together. Once they're grouped. The erase portion of the block will actually erase, and now you only have half of the block. So then you export that file. There's your part one. Then you go back into your model and you click on and ungroup it. So now you have the block. And now you move the block, you know, just basically on the other side, and then you group them together, and that erases the the half that you just exported. So then you just okay. export the other half, and now you have your two pieces, and you print out both, and you use some CA, and you just boom, boom together, and that's it. I'll have to try that. So yeah, I flew on Sunday. I, I brought the N7 out. My black nitro was out of commission due to a uh, uh, fly barless mount that I need to redo. Okay. The N7, Black Thunder, and the Oxy 2. And I meant to bring out the Oxy 4, but I left it at home. And <laughs> it's funny because I'm like, oh... Where's my Oxy Four? I have all these charged batteries. Oh crap! I didn't, I didn't bring it. So, uh, it was a great day flying, though. It was a bit windy and a bit on the colder side, but nah, it wasn't anything that you know we couldn't handle. So, uh, let's see. Once, uh, once that was Sunday. Uh, this was Monday yesterday. I started making uh, night blades. Now I was gonna make a set of night blades for for our friend Charles. But uh, I just haven't had a time to to get it going. My soldering iron was like an old one with like tip being broken. It was just just too big to work with uh, surf- surface mounted LEDs and um, resistors. But now I have this new Haku, you know, soldering iron. So I was like, you know what? Let me give it a shot. So I got one blade uh, built, and I'm gonna charge up the battery and test it and make sure that you know. It lights up and the LEDs look good. And once I confirm that, I'm going to basically take that and model the other side. 
CG them together so that they weigh exactly the same. And then uh, then we'll have a matching pair there. And then I'm going to also make one for my uh, Oxy 4 with some 325mm blades. So I'm going to make some custom night blades for that. I might also make another set for the the 285s, you know, maybe do an Oxy 3 also. Um, so what's the first set going to be on? The first set is it's it's Charles. He has like a, I guess an Oxy three. Oh, okay. That's running two fifty five. So he wants to do night blades on. So, you know, well, that'll be. <laughs> it, it's funny because I think he sent me the blades like last winter, <laughs> like not last winter, but like last year, like during mm. October, November, or something like that. And I just it's been too cold in the garage to work on it, and so I haven't been able to do it. But today I was um, yesterday I was able to kind of get started on it. I, I got the copper traces taped down. I, I kind of figured out how I'm going to do it. Uh, the the hardest part actually was not even. I mean the LEDs are microscopic. They are so tiny to solder. It sucks, but. You know, I kind of had a method and and started doing them. So I started banging those LEDs with the the resistors out. Not a big deal anymore. But the hardest part actually was how do I charge the single cell battery? You know, I don't want to leave a battery connector with their on blades, right? So, you know, you don't want to have yeah. a battery connector spinning at five thousand RPM or four thousand RPM or whatever the you know the oxy spin at. Um, so what do you do? And so you know what I did with my last set that I made for the um, Goblin three eighty was you know i use alligator clips and i use uh, an e-flight charger now i when i sold that helicopter with the night blades i i gave the guy my you know my charging thing right it's like the little what are, what are those things they come with the umx you know planes it's like um a little four you put four double a batteries in it and you can stick your little lipo you know single cell lipo in it and charge well, basically, I had that where I had alligator clips, right? I had leads coming on alligator clips. So the one I had from, I don't know if I got it from the Nano QX or one of those. is what's the little USB one, right? The little USB with yeah. the little plug. So I took that apart and basically soldered, desoldered the connector. Was when he's that thing, and then soldered to my positive and negative, and mm-hmm. you know the wires are probably like six inches coming out of it. And then I have it alligator clipped into um, the blade or to the battery so that I could charge. So we'll see. Once once this thing gets charged up, I want to uh, I'm gonna double check and make sure it's good. And then if it is, continue making a whole bunch of more night blades. Um, yeah, I don't like making night blades. By the <laughs> way, <laughs> it's it's a pain in the butt. I don't know how people used to make like wooden helicopter blades. I mean, to me, it's just a pain in the butt to to just make custom stuff like this. But uh, on another note today, you know, after getting a lot of shit from Hildeflyer and Fred <laughs> and Kevin. Oh and, no, no. Wait a minute. I didn't give you <laughs> no, any shit. No, no. But uh, I did get my uh, <laughs> vegan finished today. So I posted it online, a little teaser video. Shit. Yeah, it's not maiden, but I got it finished. I got the control surfaces on. I got the aileron. I actually found the other aileron too, so I started making one, and nice. I was like, "Oh, here it is." So, <laughs> so yeah, I got that. I uh, I did some painting on it. I got I had real control surfaces that I got from Neff from uh, Laser Toys from Dan. You know what happened, Fred? Steve started to cut out the second aileron or the the replacement aileron, and then he started to use the 
the original aileron to spread the fiberglass out and all that, and it was like, oh crap, here it yeah. is. Well, I, I, I thought you were going to say he was using the original as the template. No, yeah. no, I was using, <laughs> no that's something I would do. <laughs> I was using the, uh, you know what it is? I was like, oh, I need my uh, my fiberglass uh, epoxy and resin. Oh, it's in this box. Oh, look, there's the aileron in this box with the fiberglass resin. So that's where I found it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I got the control surfaces on there. I got everything set up. I tested everything. Everything looks good. I even like kind of went in my backyard, throttled up 45 degree, and just kind of tossed it. And it kind of went a little and then landed. So... Uh, the CG looked like it was cool. good. Uh, won't, won't really know until I throw it up and actually maintain it. But yeah, uh, I, you know, it's ready to go. I can't wait. Uh, won't be this weekend though because it is a big helicopter event I'm going to. So, so yeah, no, no planks uh, on this trip. Let's see. Uh, besides that, my Gowie X7. Uh, I'm selling that one, and I have a buyer ready to pick it up at spring fling at the helicopter event so i started stripping it down so i took all my you know my servos esc motor um backup guards whatever you know main blades and tail blades and all that stuff take that apart take it all out get all my parts that i have for the helicopter ready um put in a bin so that way i can i can give them the helicopter and uh, and the parts for it so so that's all ready to go. And let's see. I did some flying today. It's been, I don't know. What would you say the temperature was, Kevin? Like 70, 80? I mean, it was. I don't know what you suck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was beautiful out. And, you know. Dude, it was 84 when I was coming home. Yeah. So it was in the 80s. So it was around like 1 o'clock. You know, I was like, oh, okay. I got. I, I still had my, you know. Because I didn't fly the Oxy-4 because I left it at home, I had six batteries charged up from Sunday. So I was like, all right, let me let me drain these batteries. Let me let me uh, discharge them. So I went to the local park, and I you know I did, I did two flights on the Oxy-2, and then I did six on the Oxy-4. One of each flight I actually recorded on my DJI Spark. So I actually brought that out, and I set it like 20 feet up facing the field, and hit record and then started flying. I don't know if it got any footage. I didn't really look at any of that, but um, I did also put my phone kind of on the, the little bench there and took a, a video recording of my the last Oxy-4 flight I had. So that's the one I shared out to, to, uh, to you, Kevin and Chris, and uh, I posted yeah. it online. Um, yeah, it was great. I had fun. <laughs> I like these days where I just go to the park and just kind of bang out like six safe flights, you know, just... Just to like work on some stuff, test some stuff, do do some stuff that I probably wouldn't do normally, uh, you know, in front of other folks. Just kind of like yeah. like stuff like I was doing really low stuff, and then I would pop it up really high up and and kind of work on some inverted stuff, um, trying out different things. Like, what would happen if I'm inverted this way and I move the sticks to the left? Oh, okay. Yeah, you yeah. know, it's, it flips you. opposite way that I thought because it's inverted. Oh, great! You know, it just kind of helps me understand, you know, what the model's going to do if I do, you know, if I do whatever movements I do on the sticks. So, kind of help me with that orientation. So, all right. So th- today's show it's a it's an interesting one because we kind of have one topic sort of in mind, but then 
last minute was like, no, no, let's do that another week. So uh, we don't really have a main topic. It's a no main topic show. So welcome to the show. <laughs> I don't know what kind of show it is, but welcome to it. Welcome to it. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so I wrote in the main topic, meet George Jetson, because our buddy Rob McClellan had posted some videos of him flying. Or no, actually, Bill. it's Bill that took the video of our buddy Rob McClellan flying his jet. That and it's just, he just uh, it's just a teaser video because it's not the actual. It's just a teaser video, yeah. Bill, Bill, yeah, but I mean. It's a teaser video. It's I, this is going to be a crude reference, but it's like going and watching the freaking coming attractions at, at uh, you know, for something on on Netflix that has the whole story. I mean, yeah. it's, it was like the best parts. It was the takeoff and the landing, and yeah. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I don't know if I need to watch the video, <laughs> so I got to talk to Bill about that. Nice, but uh, yeah, you know, it was uh pretty cool. It was cool to see him actually fly that thing around, and that thing actually flew pretty slow, man. Yeah. You know, he's, he did say to us that, yeah, it slows down pretty good. I didn't think it slowed down that much, man. Mm-hmm. Yep. So but, he, you know, yeah, so Rob's to him for maiden in that bad boy. Yep. Rob and those guys, they all went up to um, meet up with uh, our friend Chris Diamante. So yep. he, they flew it up there because they fly out of uh, like a, a private airport. So, you know, they have a, a pretty long runway and a decent approach and stuff. So it's perfect for the, uh, for the turbine. So, yeah. Yes, it's the private airport. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I think they were passing around Grey Poupon at one point. Yes, totally, yes. Yeah, uh, that's a given. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it looks like it looks like uh, Bill got some pretty good footage up there. I think a little interview with Chris. Uh, he was posting some, you know, teaser picture, pictures. So I uh, should be looking forward to a couple of videos coming from him from up that way. Yes, yes, definitely. So, he's actually going to bring that jet to Spring Fling, and on Sunday, I think he's going to fly it. Oh, boy. Yeah. And then he was like, you want to fly? <laughs> it might be the second time, second year in a row, somebody's yelling out, help, help, help. <laughs> <laughs> With that thing flying around. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we'll see. I'm, I'm bummed I can't go. Yeah. Yeah, it's because I at least wanted to either say help, help, help again, or I've fallen and I can't get up. I wanted to say something like that. Yeah, especially you know Friday, Saturday night. Mm-hmm. I can easily say I've fallen and I can't get up. Well, yeah. Why would that? Oh, because I was probably a little too heavy in one ah. hand with a glass of ice and some other like substance wooden? in there. But yeah, no, I'm kind of bummed I can't go to that. I know, uh, I don't know if I'm letting a cat out of the bag, but I know Frank is coming up that way. Well, he'll already be there when this comes out. Yep. So are you going to be able to release this video or this? Are you going to be able to release the podcast from Spring Fling or how, how's that going to work, man? Uh, should I just post it as soon as I'm done editing? Yeah. I mean, it's up to you. I can yeah, post yeah. it if you like or yeah, if you want to take care of it. Mm hmm. Should be able to post it and then tell it when to release, can't you? Yeah, but yeah. I think uh, Steve's had issues with that. Ah, no, no, it works. It's just uh, you know you got to make sure you do it. <laughs> ah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, right. so I mean, if Kevin wants me to, uh, I can. Uh, yeah, actually, it'll probably just be easier if you do it. Uh, I'm, you know, and yeah, there's okay. no need for me to lug my laptop 
there for any reason. So, okay, yeah. But the other thing I wanted to mention was uh, getting back to Fred and his trip up to uh, Georgia. Yeah, mm-hmm. for the Ceph event was uh, Fred. We were talking about this earlier too. That big yellow plane that was floating around that I saw the video of that thing. That was electric or that was nitro? Oh, that was electric. I think everything there was electric except for the turbine. Okay. I It sounded like it was nitro, I guess, at some angles. And well, because that's of the, the res- size of it, I just yeah, well, maybe that's, it Yeah, was. that's probably your resonation through the uh, through the giant balsa and, and, and you know, plex- plastic uh, ultra coat uh, or whatever, monocoat or whatever you end up using. Um, maybe, maybe he glued on a... He glued on a you know baseball card to the motor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What was it that the uh, flight test guys did? Some yeah. gaff tape on the inside. Yeah, gaffer's tape around the motor with the tab sticking out with like uh, what was it? It was hitting something like I don't know. A barbecue skewer. A barbecue yeah. skewer. Yes. Yeah. I'm sure. I sure he watched the episode and did that right away. Yes. Yeah. I want to do that for all my planes. So uh, just so our listeners know what the hell we're talking about, what model was that? Do you remember? I don't remember exactly what it was. It was like a demoselle, I think I heard them called. Let me, let me. Uh, I tried to find it really quick, man. It was like a an early. It almost looked like a racer style, like but from like the twenties, thirties. You know, kind of had a rounded wing look to it. it. Was a you know single wing, like low wing. Yeah, it was like a mid wing. Yeah, very cool looking model. It was something I had never seen before, and. The size of it and just the speed of it being so slow was freaking awesome, man. It's really cool. I'm I'm putting out the request for information right now. I'm requesting information. Alexa, what was the thing at Seth? The thing at Seth was Oh God, what did I ask her the other day? And she went on and on and on and on and I finally was like, Alexa, shut up. <laughs> I said how many I said how many calories are in a slice of pizza? Well, if it's an ordinary slice, blah, blah, blah. Oh, if it's pepperoni, oh, it's blah, blah, blah. Per ounce, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, shut up. I'm eating it anyways. Now I don't really care. Yeah, you, yeah too late. I doubt the it. Plane, the plane <laughs> is a 190-inch Emma cell. E-M-M-A-S-E-L-L-E. That was it. Yep. It was a, it was a small plane. Yeah. Looked good. <laughs> that, that thing looked awesome, man. There was a kid that had the giant uh, Trojan T twenty eight, and he was out flying. And I asked him, I said, "How do you how do you see that thing when it gets a little far away? Because I think it's just huge. It looks awesome in the air." Mm-hmm. And did he find you humorous? Oh hell no, no, he was not one of the ones that found me humorous. Yeah, I would have crashed the plane into your head. He, uh, yeah, actually, he did not again. Like I've done so many times. So, Fred, what was the craziest thing you saw there, flying? Oh. I know last year the guy was flying that uh that like airliner, right? I saw something taxi. Oh yeah, last that year. was um that was KFC. Uh Chris what's Chris's last name? He's always on my stuff. He's always posting crazy stuff. Uh but that's Chris from Kentucky that had the giant foam uh airliner and he, he ended up ripping one of the uh engine pods off. Hmm. Let's see, this this trip Does he work for Southwest? <laughs> No, but they haven't tried Sorry. to hire him. I, I, should, I shouldn't, shouldn't say that. The poor woman died from that. Did she end up dying? Yeah. Huh. I didn't know about that. Um, craziest thing. 
I, don't know, I guess Joshua Parker's uh, is uh, his drone getting it to fly and then watching it fold. That's pretty crazy. Because I mean, it, so, it did. It didn't look like it was going to fly at first, and then when it got in the air, it looked pretty good. And then they went over the water, and you know that that's yeah. the right there. Uh, man, a lot of stuff ended up in the lake this year. A lot of stuff crashed over there. Uh, really? Oh yeah. So, so now do people stop flying as they fish it out, or how does that work? Oh, everyone else just keeps flying. So no, what do you get? Is there a boat to retrieve it with? Or yeah, is it they not had that a boat, deep? and then they had some RC stuff that would push the stuff towards shore. Oh, okay. okay. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of guys with RC boats there. Uh, a lot of float planes. Uh oh, oh, okay. Craziest thing. I hate to keep bringing these guys' names up, but Carl and his uh, his his overpowered sea duck was hilarious. He overpowered. Would, hmm, oh, I didn't yeah. see that one. He he, he would. Uh, he just, you know, he'd taxi it around on the ground, and you think, okay, regular normal sea duck, and then he yeah. would throttle, just firewall the throttle, and that thing would just rocket up, it, like it had rocket engines in it. It 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 just would climb like crazy, and then he would just do all sorts of crazy stuff with it. After that, that was fun. Nice. Uh, that the sea duck that was, you know, it looked like it was turbine powered was hilarious. So that was Carl Lydic. Yeah, yeah, Carl. I'm not sure there was a lot. It's like previous years, they had the Martian spaceship, which was pretty crazy. I didn't see anything like that this year. Did Joshua Orchard fly anything besides the? I didn't see the video of the Corsair. I don't know. I saw that he brought like his. Um, I almost said Ducati, but the Bugatti. The right? Bugatti, yeah that that they had trouble. I don't think they even were able to get it really in the air. And there was something going yeah. on with it. In fact, they actually tried putting the Aurora stabilization system in it, which was going to be very iffy. In fact, the the guys who who had confidence in their equipment was real kind of uncomfortable about putting it into the Bugatti because they just wasn't sure how it would react. Uh, Josh wasn't scared, you know. If he trashed his plane, he'd build another. He, you know, he and he he's already he's already. I mean, the way he's talking, he, he's he's already planning his next version of it. So uh, that should be interesting. You know, him and I must be on a level somewhere because he built an SE five and brought it out to Flight Fest. 2014 i never saw that fly i didn't even know it existed and when he built the bugatti i was thinking about doing a giant i had already had the giant mustang ft mustang i was thinking about doing a giant corsair and i actually have the plans all printed out and i was talking to nick simpson about it at the time we were both going to build corsairs i built a small corsair and i was going to build a you know 200 percent size which would have been like 90 something inches and it's it's funny how he now he did that and uh I'm glad I didn't because um oh, he might, that would have been two might think, completely different classes of plane. Yeah, but he might think there's that like I'm Stop. getting into his computer and I'm like hacking it or something. I don't know because it's a little coincidental. But uh no, it was the truth, man. Like uh we had him on the show and I was like, you know, I I didn't even know that SE five exists. I wish I could have seen it because he had it all done up. He said, you know, I'll paint it up the first year. But I got to check this Corsair out, dude, because that's just amazing, too, man. Yeah, the Corsair was pretty. Like I said, that thing with the uh, full cockpit dressed out would be amazing. Nice. Uh, I, I will give the shout out. The person that hit me up with the um, correct answer for the yellow plane was Crafty Dan, Dan Cruz. Oh. That, that's, yeah. Yeah, how's he I, doing, man? Man, that was awesome. I mean, I hung out with them probably the most. I mean, I really tried to spread myself around. Uh, but... 
Dan and Josh Finn and his, you know, of course his wife and kid and Nancy uh, was there. And I, I love those guys. We had a, we had a good time hanging together. And uh, oh, ah, he's probably not even listening. But that Brian guy, Brian Leem is down from South Florida, and it's cool because he and I have been talking online friends for for years, and finally got to meet at Flight Fest South. And bam, there he is at Seth, which I wasn't expecting. In fact, the poor guy, I felt bad because. I had just rolled in, back to my trailer in. I'm, I'm getting stuff kind of set up. And then these two guys two guys walk up behind me at midnight. And I turn around, and I recognize Dan, but it was dark, and I didn't really see, recognize Brian because I wasn't expecting him there. And uh, so, you know, we're talking and stuff, and finally I realized who it was. Uh, oh, but I didn't let on until the next day. Nice. <laughs> so I don't know if you guys got anything else to talk about, or should we move it on? All right, well. Um, Steve, anything you'd like to, to bring up? Hmm. We only got a couple hours, Steve. Hey, hey, any new sponsorships? <laughs> any new sponsorships? <laughs> yes. In fact, no. Did you I can't, another I can't see your uniform when you start going to all these events. You know, you're going to look like a NASCAR driver. I know, right? I'm actually working on stickers for like NASCAR stickers just to put them all in a line. <laughs> now, um, now, no new sponsorships. Uh, I think the the sponsorship stuff is gonna now kind of settle. Um, re- really, the only other sponsorships I can imagine joining would be some type of like transmitter, electronic, like you know, receiver, recontrol, mechanical, <laughs> or um, airframe. But I don't want to do an airframe right now. Um, yeah. You know, I, I kind of like having the option of flying whatever I want, even though I fly goblins, is that's what I want to fly. <laughs> yeah. But I, you know, just, you know, but I do like flying my oxys and stuff. I don't want to be, you know, locked into a, a single um, airframe manufacturer. So, but no, no, I mean, for me, it's just a lot of prepping for, for, you know, the fun flies, right? For spring fling. So that's kind of like the big fun fly that's starting up the, the uh, fun fly season for the helicopters. So you know, Seth was kind of one for for the you know planes. We got we got spring fling coming up this weekend, so that's going to be a big one. So, um, what are you what are you doing to plan for that? I mean, like me, I, I kind of just threw stuff together. I brought some airplanes, some clothes. I, I really like it, Seth, that they have the indoor showers. So I just bring yes. my regular hotel type stuff, and I'm I'm mm-hmm. good. Yep. So, so same thing. Uh, they have now. They have like a actual showers and restrooms. You know, like a building nice. just for that. You know, permanent kind of fixture there. Um, so yeah, I'll probably bring you know like a toiletry bag, flip flops, so you could you know go in there and take your showers and stuff. Uh, I'll be. I'm actually going now with uh, Rob and Devin, so I'm going to be camping with them in their camper. So I'm not going to do the, like, you know, the spring fling and fall mow down, the both Virginia events last, last year, I, I totally went camping, right? I had tent, sleeping yeah. bag, air mattress, all that stuff, had a cooler, um, wasn't bad. I know Kevin will have some things to comment about it, you know, guys flying 700 size helicopters to four in the morning. But, yeah. uh, for me, you know, I just like, that doesn't matter. I put headphones on, I'm watching some, some Netflix, and then I end up passing out with the headphones on. I, I don't hear any of that crap anyways, you know? So, well, that's what I not... did. I just was like, yeah. you know, the 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 one mil tent doesn't 
you know, hold no, back yeah, any sound. Yeah, yeah, no, no, not at all. I think it intensifies it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and not even it's not even one mil because you know the top part of the tent is just a net, yeah, it's right? Wide open, like it, yeah. it's wide open. So. No, it was it was cool. I was I was fine the next day. I just uh, just uh, like you said, I had I had uh, headphones in, earplugs, and headphones in, and I was fine. But I do remember fall mold down, and I think spring fling too. It it was pretty cold. I, I, spring I think fling it got, was cold, yeah, and yeah, it's probably if we were tenting this weekend, man, be colder than last year. Well, this weekend I thought it was supposed to be like eighty degrees down there, so I'm really excited about the weather being. You know, in our favor, you know, for once. Um, but yeah, besides besides planning, like you know, bringing your helicopters and your, you know, making sure that you have everything. It's for me. It's just like I'm gonna bring my Black Thunder, Black Nitro, N7, and all my Oxys, Oxy two, three, four, and then like just my batteries, my charger, my radio, and that's it. Like I'm not gonna bring tools or anything. I'm not bringing any parts. I have enough helicopters, you know. You know, if, if one were to go in, you know, I have more. Plus, Shannon from Only Fine Helly's going to be there. So, you know, he'll have my parts, hopefully, um, if I need them. So Nice. Yeah, so as far as planning-wise, it's not too much. Uh, so when you go, are you – do you kind of, like, stay in one spot? Like, it, when I went down to um, the San Velasco Hammock, the glider competition, mm-hmm. I went with Crafty I, – well, I went – with the intention of hanging out with Crafty Dan there. And that's yes. pretty much where I camp. And it was awesome because I broke out my reclining chair and I just sat and relaxed yeah. almost the whole time. I got mm-hmm. up, moved around a little bit. Now, Seth was exact opposite. I didn't stop the whole time I was there. I was always walking. I bought a chair and I didn't sit in it maybe twice. Uh, so, you know, when you go to the event, are you a roamer or are you a sitter? For me, I'd say a little bit of both. I don't know about Steve. I would say we're sitters, but we do take like a day or half a day to to go and talk to everyone and and check out things and see what people are flying and what they got. Um, but for the most part, we kind of camp out, and then we like right from where we camp, the flight lines usually right there, and we can uh, go fly when we want to fly. And then I think we're we're we normally hang out most of the day flying until the night flying, and then then we're actually up watching that. Or yeah, sitting, drinking, watching that. Yeah, in my case, trip, I'm gonna trip, I'm gonna try to refrain from drinking. <laughs> I do want to um, partake in the night flights. Oh, okay. yeah, right. at, at least for a flight or two, and then I'm like, ah, screw it, I want to go. <laughs> I would go have a drink and relax. Out. I'm actually getting more prepared to do that when I go to these because now I, <laughs> I I have a specific thing I'm bringing, and uh, yeah. But actually, I'm. I shouldn't say I'm actually getting more prepared. I actually prepare a lot for that to mix vodka tonics while I'm at the field. I don't know if that's oh. a good thing or a bad thing, but I always make sure I have lime juice. And Frank, uh-huh. Frank will tell you lime <laughs> because he was telling me the other day you mixed a kick-ass drink, um, you know, tonic and vodka and ice. Yeah, I, I'm I'm simpler. I just bring my flask. And I just put some Jameson in it or some some type of single mole scotch, and I'm okay. That's all I need. No, 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 not me, dude. You know, it's bringing mixers and you need ice and you need cups and then, you know, it just it gets complicated. Just you want to drink alcohol, drink alcohol. It could be worse. I could have my shaker with me and martini glasses, and <laughs> right. That's how you know when I've crossed the line. 
Did you bring okay. any helicopters? No, but I got no, tonic. But here's and, my shaker. <laughs> yeah, I brought my portable bar. Yeah, yeah. Please yeah, tip so, your bartender. So this trip, you know, it's not going to be a lot of prepping. It's not going to be a lot of stuff. I'm just going to take, you know, um, tomorrow I'm going to meet up with Rob and drop off most of my my helicopters uh, and stuff that I want to put in the camper. And then basically come Thursday, you know, just meet up with him and we're going to be on our way. I think it's about a six-hour drive or seven-hour drive. Um, six-hour drive, I think, the way we go. And it shouldn't be too bad. Get nice. there by, by you know, probably close to around midnight. Set up the camper. Get all our stuff sorted, you know. And then we'll go to sleep Friday. Have the whole day Friday, Saturday. And then Sunday we're going to leave, you know, pretty early in the morning, early afternoon. So, yeah, I can't wait. Um uh, I wanted to pre-register, but I, I missed that boat. <laughs> so, so you know, I'm always I'm always like the last. Oh crap! I got to pre-register. I'm always like one of those folks that kind of wait to the last moment and then, it, you know, end up not registering at all. <laughs> all right, Ooh, damn, Just, we come really unprepared on this episode today, huh, guys? <laughs> what do you mean? I don't know. I just feel I like came exact, I came exactly as prepared as I usually am. I have what's next for you in the hobby. <laughs> and I have wrote something in news and announcements. I did my intro. I'm ready for my outro. I, I, I'm I'm right on par. You're, ready to, you're on par? <laughs> All right. Cool. All right. So I guess, yeah, that's it for the main stuff. Let's um, let's go to news and announcements. News and announcements. Nice. <laughs> oh, Fred. Like the little flare and announcements. Okay, cool. What do we got? So I was on Horizon Hobby, and I saw that they're coming out with some new, they say, 120 mile an hour plus plane, which probably means 121 mile an hour. That thing screamed! And it's the V900. So the PNP version is... 159.99 159.99 so you can do almost a dollar a mile an hour dude that thing was hilarious at the event it now i think uh the funny oh. thing was, is lane's planes his um his planes are fast his he had that one it had it it was it was up there but uh yeah lane had his i mean but for a plug and play yeah oh it it was sharp man it it moved it's a pretty good size, man, and it's uh, you know, it's not huge. Uh, I'll bring the specs up here in a second, but uh, no, it, I think it's like Trojan T twenty eight size. Yeah, um, a the, little slimmer. Uh, the uh, it kind of looks like the FT Racer in a way. Yeah. All right, so the wingspan's like thirty five inches, um, which is almost the size of a racer. Probably yeah, that's three feet, roughly. Uh, 4S, man. Uh, it looks pretty sleek. I actually like this, man. And Steve, you should like it. It's uh, orange and white. Wait, which is this? Let me see. Where, where is this? Where is this? Where is this? Well, the funny thing, too, is I, I don't remember it being very loud. I, you know, that as fast as it was going, you'd think it would be a whinier plane. I don't remember it being that loud. I think uh, this is one I got to definitely get, man. I oh, gotta, nice. I got to try this thing for 160 bucks, dude. Oh, yeah. It, it looked good in the air. I mean, it's not my flavor of aircraft. I like high wings and slow flying, but... It's pretty uh, small, huh? It does look good. I'm looking at all the pictures of it in the air, man. I don't see a bad it, it picture It was nice of it. person. 
that that was one of the cool things of being at the event. I saw some of the stuff the Horizons, you know, got on their on their plate for coming. I do like the uh, color scheme, and I like the 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 black bottom. Yeah, with the the little, um, I guess it's like for you for you to hand toss it. You know, it has a kind of indents in the fuselage to grab onto. Yeah, man, I kind of like that. I, I wonder how it would uh, you know, stack up to the EFX racer. Cause that's that's the kind of plane I have that you know similar to this, you know, and performance wise, it's supposed to be pretty quick. Well, eighteen hundred to twenty two hundred, three S or four S, lipos. Okay, I it, run the eighteen hundred four S on that. Doesn't look like you change the prop though. Looks like it'll do a hundred mile an hour on three S, and on four S it can go one twenty. That's pretty crazy, man. That's wow. pretty damn fast. Yeah, I think huh. I'm, I think I'm gonna have to get the one of these, Ben. And what's the wingspan? Because it looks pretty small. The, like the the picture of the guy holding it looks quite thirty five point five. Yeah, so it's not 30, big. Thirty five point four inches. Sorry, thirty five point. Yeah, so nine hundred millimeters. That makes sense. Yeah. Nice. V nine hundred. So you're gonna get it? Yeah, I probably will. Sweet. Well, I, will. I got I gotta see this thing. I'm go. gonna I'll, I'll I wanna race it with my EFX racer. You know, I have right. I have the old school one. So it's not anything special, but should be pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, Done. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I saw under uh, new airplanes. Plus, the uh, they're releasing that UMX uh, GB. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Which looks really two, nice. I, I saw something at SEP that I got a little bit excited about, more than I probably should have. It was an Ultra Micro DC-3. And no. The C forty seven, the green, mm-hmm. and then they had the the chrome, the well, polished aluminum. Yeah, the and it head. looked cool, and I was so excited. I'm like, "That's it." My wife's buying that. In fact, I got the the one of the guys there, um, do a little video with it to tell my wife that she needed to buy it for me. Mm-hmm. And I still might get it, but I looked it up online, thinking it was a Horizon product, and uh, nope, Tower. It's an old Whoa, really? Yeah. And so it's not using a Spectrum Bynum Fly system. It's, you know, whatever they were using, the, the you know. Uh, yeah, the ta- whatever. tactic, whatever, tactic, yeah. Whatever. Yeah, and SLT I protocol. I may, have, I may have one of those radios kicking around in my shop, but I'm not, I don't feel like digging it out. And mm. I don't, you know, and it comes ready to fly. It doesn't, it's not like a Bynum Fly, so you have to get the little toy radio with it. Oh, um, no. And That's the guy kind of, he's, he was, I probably I don't know if I'm supposed to say this, but he was kind of hinting that there may be something in the works about getting it switched with a, uh, you know, spectrum compatible components. He says there's some challenge to it. And I'm not sure what it is. I mean, since they own all the stuff, you know, at the factory they put the spectrum stuff in instead of you know, tactic. But um, if if that comes out in in a buy and apply for spectrum, it's mine. I'm buying it. I don't care. Uh, it looked pretty. Now I didn't get to see it fly, but the you know it was just a sharp little plane. Uh, I am I may still be tempted to buy it as the little ready to fly from Tower though. I would love. I like these reason. Why couldn't you put a uh, you know like something out of any other UMX plane in something like that? Because it's the you got to get it in the CG or I'm. You mean from the factory or from from me? No, like if you had one that you like a, a a microplane that you bashed up, and you're like, you know, I could put this in something else, and maybe put it in this. Yeah, I, I mean, I I've got, I'm sure I've got an old brick in there for something, um, back in my shop. But 
uh, I'm not going to spend 150 bucks on a on an ultra micro, mm-hmm. you know, and it's right. that pricey because it comes with a radio, even though it's just you know radio that you, you're only going to use with it, um, just to cut out the electronics and then put my own in there. Uh, but like I said, I, I'm I, it was so nice looking. It was, I mean, it was sharp looking. I, I'd almost be tempted to buy it as it is, but I'd really, I mean. It, it, it wouldn't even be a question about buying it if it came out as a spectrum compatible one. Yeah. Like I, I often think about that with the, I have the S box that I bought used and it came with no receiver and I have two of the park zone Sequoias and they have the receivers in them that have that, you know, AS three X and whatever, and all those different weird settings. Um, what would be the, the difference in taking one of those and putting it in the S box, you know, would I? Are they tailor made for that model? Do they tweak them at all? Like, yeah, you know, they are. Yeah, they do. The gyros uh, are basically like yeah, you think the, they do quadcopter with rates and stuff. It's very similar. Yeah, it's especially that version, the green Sukhoi, um, yeah. where you can you can't set that, you can't set anything on that. So you can't set your throws. You can't set anything. It's all it's all pre designated in the fly brothers unit or the um, uh, AS3X system, so you can't transfer that between models unless they're like exactly the same model, pretty much. Um, the the blue one, I know you can adjust the gains and stuff through the transmitter. Yeah. So so that one's a little different, but yeah, the that was the limiting factor of that green one is that you couldn't adjust any of the gyro settings, even if you bought the programmer, they were hard locked down. So. Um, yeah, I, you can't just throw that in there. I, I wouldn't. I don't know. I was just curious, thinking about it. Yeah. You know, thinking about what would be the, what are the possibilities with that? I think you just put a regular receiver in there. Even in the Sequoia, I think you just put a regular receiver in there, you know? Yeah, I, I think I should try that, too. Yeah. It's a little nuts, because without having the, all that AS3S kind of working with you, it's just super sensitive. Everything's super sensitive on those planes. <laughs> Huh, that's kind of like Bill, super sensitive. Ah, you have to throw one in there. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Any other news and announcements? Uh, flight test Ohio and Texas uh, announcements today on the flight test pages. Um, they've got a video out to announce the upcoming season. Nice. Which one are you going to make both? <clears throat> I'm certainly not making Ohio and Texas is looking dubious. Hmm. Uh, you're freaking dubious. Well, the wife has requested a trip, and they overlap. So, yeah. when is I'll it? Watch. When's the uh, the original flight fest? We don't flight fest is in July, early July, I believe. And I know I, there's no way I'm going to be able to escape to do that. Uh, I mean, hell, I didn't even make it through the podcast tonight without getting called over to work. Um, <laughs> but a fall event. You know, is you know, like Flight Fest South was was doable, um, mm-hmm. and uh, but the the ride over to Texas probably. I mean, it wouldn't be that bad. So it's long, but it wouldn't be bad. But like I said, the, the wife has put in a request for the same time, and yeah, yep, yeah, that one's gonna understandable. Be. So now that we're talking about events, real quick, man, I wanted to ask you, Steve, uh, have you heard at Urcha if there are showers or how they work? stuff yep there's showers bathrooms there's full facilities there full kitchen for everything like there's bathrooms i don't have to poop in a bucket yep or anything like that yep. you don't there's, have to if you want to yeah no <laughs> no but they have full facilities like it's not you know it's an ama like huge ama field you know it's their headquarters pretty much so 
they have all that stuff. They're like well set up for events and fun flies and stuff. Oh, okay. So it's not like a Johnny on the spot. I'm just curious as yeah. to what I would bring if I'm going. I don't know if I'm going yet. Ooh. Just just the thought is in my head. Sure. I mean, if you were going to go, um, you know, it's going to be, it's, yeah. You, you probably, if you're going to stay on site, you know, there's showers and stuff. You don't have to worry about it. There's full concessions and everything. So I wouldn't worry about too much, um, you know. I'm not worried about me taking a shower. I'm worried about other people <laughs> hoping I will take a shower. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah. When they when they're leaving the note stuck to your door, it's kind of a clue. Yeah, I wake up in the morning and there's soap outside the tent. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you gonna try to make it dirty, huh? Huh? I don't know. I just said I don't know yet. I'm just the thoughts in my head. I'm gonna see if I'm uh, if I can plan it out in my head. I'll I'll see what I can do. Okay, because I'm gonna I gotta start looking up flights for it soon. So I don't know if you want to fly out there. Um, well, no, I was, I was probably going to drive. Really? Yeah. Oh boy, that's yeah. a that's a ten to twelve hour drive. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you drive, I'll drive with you, or I'll sip shotgun because <laughs> you'll do most of the driving. But uh, no, I mean, yeah, I, if I'm going by myself, like. I might only be able to take one day off and drive out like Friday, stay Saturday, and drive back Sunday. My, I, it might be the only thing I can do. So I don't, I don't even know if I can do that yet. I'm just thinking about it. Oh, uh, that's not gonna work. That's yeah, a, know, that's a long drive. It, not even for I me. Know. I'm saying for you, it's a really long drive. Some will say the juice isn't worth worth the squeeze. You know, the juice isn't worth the squeeze. I like <laughs> that. So, okay. You know, it's Urcha. Yeah, I've, and I've I, had a know. few limes like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, cool. All right. Uh, what's next for you in the hobby? What's next for you, Fred? Well, suggest. I didn't write anything down, but it's pretty easy. Um, <laughs> I got a message from the person that owns the unique drone that, you know, hey, is it done yet? And it oh, yeah, yeah. is. I just need to do a test flight. And I'm nervous because it's a stupid thing. Um, my concern with it is the uh, there's something wrong with the internal electronics because when she had it, she dunked it and then dried it out and uh, hasn't flown it since. Uh, I was able to get the fly, but it was wonky. I might be able to fix it with the calibrations I didn't do. Um, we'll see. But what I told her is, you know, I'm not going to do any more, you know, testing. I've done everything I can do to it. We need to meet up. I'll fly it in an area that, you know, is open near her. And if it works, great. I hand it over. If it doesn't, either it flies away or it crashes, I hand it to her. Um, and then I can be done with that thing because it, it stares at me and, and, and glares. And then, you know, we exchange harsh words at each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but um, that's 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 coming up. And then uh, while I was at that little event over the weekend, I may have little <laughs> I may have been guilty of purchasing some more used planes. Uh, I've got about 20 I'm not flying now, so of course I need three more. Uh, <laughs> Ooh, what'd you get? Well, I, I got uh, the Fly Baby. I think the, the old, uh, it, was, it was a Durfly plane, uh, low wing, open cockpit, uh, kind of reminiscent of 30s era. Mm-hmm. And so that's one I've been kind of eyeballing for a while. I've wanted, and I think it would make a fun FPV machine if it's stable. Um, might have to put a stabilization board in it. Who knows? 
because uh, that one I think would make. I mean, you could set up the cockpit and you could put a little head tracking FPV camera behind it, and it'd be a good one for that. Uh, I picked up a 42-inch Cadet, you know, the old Balsa plane. Mm-hmm. Um, instead of being the giant one, it's it's a well, I think it's 42 inches. It's it's a small little one, um, red yeah. and white, translucent film, um, real pretty. Got to fly, and I flew that at SEF, and I picked up a Tundra at SEF with looks. Nice. And, and I had a, had a little trouble with it at SEF. I tried doing a little test flight, almost whacked into an FPV drone that was flying crossways to the runway I was on, um, and dorked it in a little bit and busted the prop. Uh, switched the prop out, but I didn't fly it again before I left, and I just couldn't resist. I almost made it home from Jordan. <laughs> And there's a school with a big giant field. So in I pull with the truck, the camper, the motorcycle in the back of the truck, and whip out the tundra. Uh-huh. And got it flying. I got the the the, uh, the the stuff all set up for the flaps, and that thing just stops in the air with the flaps down. It's awesome. Really? No flaps. Not exactly stops, but it's like I don't know if you ever got to fly the old slow stick for the GWS. Um, it it just pokes through the air. It creeps. So. With the mm-hmm. flaps up, it moves along all right. But you drop those barn door flaps on it, and it just—I mean, yeah—you can just kind of ease it down. It looks—it looks so scale like a like a you know Alaska bush plane. Nice. Um, I'm not real keen on the coloring on it. I think it could be dressed up a little different, but it it looks cool coming in. So I want to fly that again. That was fun to fly. I haven't had that much fun with a fixed wing, just goofing around. And then, uh, yeah. So so the 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 cadet the the tundra and the uh, fly baby I, I need to sneak over to the local it's, well it's a little ways away but it's as close as i got flying field uh and and throw all three of them back up in the air again so you bought a 42 inch cadet <clears throat> yeah i think that's what it was um cub cadet well you bought a lawnmower <laughs> yeah it was, it was uh, the hell did you buy there not not even close to you yeah <laughs> you know i type in cadet 42 on google and that's what comes up damn it um <laughs> and but it's it's asking me did you mean cadet with a c no no it's cadet with a k yeah. it's a it's it's a sig product sig is a big balsa yeah yep. uh, manufacturer and uh let's see it says sig cadet yeah, i crashed one of those ep42 and wingspan is 42 inches imagine that I, and, and the funny thing is, I had this, the same size Sig Rascal, and I busted the nose off it. I need to put that back in there because that one was that was another one that was fun to fly. Sigs make good planes. Yeah, they do, man. And those old mm-hmm. classic balsas, it's just hard to beat. Yeah. And uh, I, honestly, the Tundra flies a little bit better, I think. But you know, it's I like I I, I like that old style balsa high wing. I, yeah. Uh, I'm a sucker. I think the uh, the Cadet needs bigger tires, so I'll get a little bit of bush plane on that uh because it it doesn't roll real well if the the grass is wet or bumpy so Mm -hmm. okay one last thing and i'll let you guys go um all right steve yeah i know i'm sorry (laughs) my gremlin i've been flying the heck out of thing for i don't know a while now Mm -hmm. and one of the motors last time i took it out to fly was starting to slide on the on the the shaft you know coming off the off the, the so i went ahead and put an order in with uh flight test to have them send me some new motors the red bottom so i'm going to upgrade nice and that was an adventure because you know it should take about usually three days for stuff to come from ohio to here it's pretty quick 
Yeah. Well, USPS dropped the ball hard this oh, time. Oh, boy. So they, they poke along, getting it down, and then it just disappears. It goes off the radar. And, you know, I mean, that's not unusual for USPS, but it was, like, gone for a week. Oh, yeah. And huh. so I, I will not mention names, but I did talk to uh, an inside USPS guy, and he was able to look into it for me. And basically, it got to this one warehouse, and he says the whole th- the warehouse is like a mile long. It's this giant place. He says it probably just got pushed off the side somewhere, and they couldn't find it or they forgot about it. Yeah, that must have been it because all of a sudden it popped back up on the on the on the tracking system Tracking that yep. day. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it just it just got lost for a week. No big deal. Yeah, jeez, no. I've had that happen too. I, I don't nice. usually wait that long. I usually like three days away. Hey, come and, on. And here's the thing: it wasn't just the one package; it was the entire shipment, an entire truckload of material just yeah missing. Yeah, just yeah. went, you know. But well, hey, gee, can't wait till hey. they do healthcare. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, all those patients, you know, they're in the back somewhere. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I couldn't help but think about this bad timing with all the the press that's going on with the uh, the mail system right now. Um, yeah, go ahead, just lose a whole shipment of packages. Hopefully, there was no medicine in that shipment that people were waiting on, no, or true. you know, other mm-hmm. other things were somewhat time sensitive. Yeah, because it's all priority mail. I mean, I didn't cheat yeah. out on that. The priority mail we used to know. It's not guaranteed. They 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 explicitly want to make sure you understand that it's not guaranteed anymore. Yeah, nothing's guaranteed anymore. You'll get yeah. it, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Five maybe you'll get lost, maybe screwed. won't. <laughs> so, and then I felt bad because I, I told Jen up at flight test, and I mean, these guys, their customer service is awesome, even with their own uh-huh. employees. And uh, <laughs> she's like, hey, we've already sent you another set. I'm like, oh, it just showed up today. Eh, no big deal. Yeah. Wow. Wow. I'll just, I'll just go into the, the the thing and pay my my price for it and that way it's it's all good so yeah cool what about you kevin what you got going on next uh i'm going to florida florida on friday mm-hmm. yeah for a long weekend so i don't think i'm getting any flying in except i'll be flying to florida and back <laughs> that's about it i hope man, you're I'm getting some you. good air miles man yeah yeah we are okay, okay. we both have the the uh the united card or whatever it is i don't know it's for me it's worth it just so we can go in and group two and not have to deal with sure. not having a spot for our bags and stuff and then we we get access to the little you know united club where i can get a drink or whatever for free so eh, it's all right are, are you moving to port st Lucie? is it yeah oh man yeah you and i are gonna talk i got some friends down there i've been you know chatting up and they've got a place to fly like you wouldn't believe it's this giant i mean absolutely giant I don't know how many hundred hundred acres or whatever it is, hundreds of acres of um, development that that fell through, and so wide open paved roads. Um, you know they're starting to go oh, really? up, but it's huge. So it, they they fly like crazy down there, and it's 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 down somewhere between where you're going and, and Palm City, which is just down the road. Um, it's in there somewhere. So okay, you're you're gonna be in in good. I'll, I, I'm I'm driving down for that because it's. Yeah, that looks awesome. Or Palm Bay, they're they're up in Palm Bay, so it's in between there somewhere. Um, you know, definitely worth the ride. Okay, uh, that's cool. Yeah, because I I checked out uh, Sky Dancers, I think it is, or Sun Dancers, and they have a really really nice club. Are they, are they saving up for the college facility? Are they saving up for college? What do you mean? What did they call it? Would you call it Sun Dancers? Sun Sun Dancers, I think. Oh, okay. oh yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> they all they all want to be an actress. Yeah, they yeah, they all want to be actresses, actresses yeah. and they're saving they're saving up to pay off college right now. Oh boy. <laughs> uh, always gonna take it there. Uh-huh. But they they got a really nice setup down there. Is that the the one you said in that um, oh, what was it? It was like I guess like a community or whatever. No, this is like way off the beaten path. Oh, okay. Through some farmland, and they have like they have an RC you know vehicle set core setup like trucks, jumps, and stuff like that. They have a huge like runway setup, and ha- they have a heli area. They have um like a float plane pond where they can do boats and stuff like that. Oh, they nice. have events all the time. I talked to the vice president. He was super nice guy. And uh, that's probably where I'll probably wind up joining. Uh, it's like 45 minutes from the house. Nice. And and uh, But, I, I mean, I could fly right out. I could walk to an area where I could fly because the whole front of the the co-op, the HOA that we moved into there is um, got an area where you could just fly right there. Like, I could fly to Oxy there, no problem. Oh, um, that's cool. Yeah. It's nice to have like little parks where you could just, you know, go out real quick after work or something and get a couple flights in. So, yeah. Nice. Nice. So that's what I'll be doing. What are you going to be doing, man? Me? Uh, spring fling? I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. All oh, right. Spring fling. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So Jeez. I'll try to, um, I'll try to do some Facebook live videos and stuff like that. I do want to, you know, I do want to fly. I, I feel like a lot of these fun flies I go to, I end up not doing so much flying. It's more just kind of, you know, hanging out with people and stuff and seeing what other people are doing and spotting and stuff. But uh, this this event, you know, I've been really just, I don't know, just more recently, I've been just trying to up my flying skills. So I want to fly and I just I want to try to fly as much as possible at this event. So, um, you know, I'll still do the thing. I wish uh, I had time to grab your task cam from you so that way, you know, I could. Do some on-site reporting, interviewing, or whatever that we could play back, but it's fine. I think I'm just gonna do. Uh, you could do it with your phone. If I know they make some decent free apps for the phone that does that. Yeah, I just I just think but, the mic on the phone is terrible. Yeah, you know, compared yeah. to like the Tascam that has like the stereo mic built into it or whatever. But um, yeah, I mean, whatever. You know, I'll have fun. Got to do one thing for me. Tell everybody I miss them and uh, I wish I was there. Just uh. It's a shame that it popped up that it was the same weekend, but I can't miss this. Yeah, yeah. No, you got to be there for your daughter. So. Yeah. Yep, yep. Everyone will understand, um, you know, especially the way I, I'm going to tell them. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> no, no, I'm not going to do anything malicious. But, uh, yeah, it'll be cool. You're, you know, maybe I'll do the, the, the flat Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. You know. Yeah. Put his head on a bottle kettle one. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. The first time I'll be flat since uh, I was in the sixth grade. I was curious if if Kettle One had a mascot because if not, <laughs> Kevin's the mascot. Oh jeez. Yeah, so that's pretty much my thing. Just gonna fly, enjoy spring fling. It is my last kind of like time off before I go back to work. So oh. after that, you know, it's oh. back to the the daily grind of well, working. You know, still can't relate. Steve. No, I know. Still not relating to that. Even when I go back to work, you still can't relate because I work two days from home, so. <laughs> yeah. But you do go to Brooklyn, man, which is a hike. Yeah. A hike and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a five-hour, four to five-hour per day commute. Yeah. You know, it's it's a lot of hours wasted on uh, commuting, but, you know, the job is good. 
everything is good about it. Um, just so. just think of all the audio editing you could do on that trip. Well, that's when I catch up on my podcast. So <laughs> no, to quote Steve, "F that, I'm not doing any more editing." <laughs> yeah, I hate editing. <laughs> Kevin's just really good at it. So why why take that away from him? Thanks, uh, <laughs> thanks, Steve. <laughs> so yeah, that's kind of gonna be my weekend. Um, you know, next week. Uh, so you, Kevin, you won't be making next week's episode right because you'll be flying back that day. Tuesday? Yeah. Yeah, that night. Yep. That night? Okay. Okay, so you're going to miss it. I'm going to get Bill on the show. At least I'm going to try to get Bill on the show. Bill, if you're listening to this, you want to do the show next week? Let me know. <laughs> I won't be here, Bill, if that's any incentive to actually do the show. Now he's definitely going to want It's a perk. <laughs> it's a perk. Yeah. Cool. All right. Should we? Shall we move it on? Yes, let's move it on. Okay. Let's do our wrap up. Okay. Paper and tape. Wrap it up? No? No? Nobody? No? Paper and tape? Yes. Let's wrap it up. We are at 767 likes. That's plus three this week. Nice. Inching up there. Yeah, yeah. Slowly but surely getting up there. And I'll stop calling you Shirley. All right. Thank you. It amazes me that every week we have more likes on Facebook. I mean, that that's awesome, man. Yeah. Thank you, everyone who's liking us on Facebook. Yes. Thank you so much. So here we go to names. Uh, cue to music. And Facebook has delighted us with two new names. Out of the three. Out of the three that they say. I mean, I don't know if this other one's been said. Let me say it anyways. Yeah, let's let's just do the last three. Say it again. Yeah, let's say it again. So Reverse. we we have Daniel Herbert, uh, Randy Jensen, and Daryl Volk. I think you mentioned both Randy Jensen and Daryl Volk. Well, that's the last three we have, and it said we had three. So I'm really and I'm one of the same Daniel Herbert that I was talking to today. So possibly. Is he, uh... Cool. All right. Well, thanks for liking, guys. Yes. Thank, thank you, you for liking us. Uh, okay. Facebook comments. What do we got for Facebook comments? All right. I've been waiting for this the whole oh, damn show. No. Woo! Uh, Steve posted on RC the Freefall RC podcast Facebook page. Sorry, everyone, but I was unable to get my fiberglass fig and finished as promised this yeah. past weekend. Yep. Still fiberglassing the replacement ailerons and need to get them attached. Um, those are actually elevons, but I won't judge you, Steve. A bit more you paint is did. needed, you but, just we sh- <laughs> but we should be ready to go shortly. And Muse says, yeah, baby, waiting for that. Kyle Gaines, who was cracking me up like crazy, uh-huh. says, you're killing me, dude. <laughs> <laughs> killing oh, me, Smalls. <laughs> Daryl Wyans says, or yeah, Darren Wyans uh, says, that's it. I'm never going to listen to your show again, <laughs> ever. Not going to do it. No way. Well, all right. Yeah. You've twisted my arm. Maybe I'll keep listening. <laughs> I was like, boo. Ah, it's okay. Dave, our buddy Dave Hill, the flyer. David Hill says, "R." Uh, <laughs> just, just bring it to free fall. Uh, RC Heli Fest and will be square. Bring, he's going to bring his vegan. Uh, if it survives the maiden and 
I think, uh, how do you say that name, Steve? Guliami? Gil- I, I can't get his town right. I'm sure I'm not going to get his buddy right. Um, uh, Gulami? Yeah. Yeah. Gulami? I don't know. I don't know. Is bringing one too. We're going to have Plankerfest at Freefall <laughs> Helifest. So, so just, just, just for everyone, um, we're going to, I'm going to allow one flight of, of EDFs at the Helifest. It is a Helifest. We don't even let people fly quads there. You know, uh, unless you're videoing helicopters, uh-huh. but like no quad racers, none of that stuff. Um, normally, we wouldn't allow any planes, but for the noontime, I will we will do a like I guess a an EDF plane show, I guess, or something. I don't know. This would be cool, dude, because um, if Dave brings his mm-hmm. and his buddy, yep, his buddy G brings his, yep. and I bring mine, and you bring yours, that'd be four of them. Yeah. And I'm sure. And I know Rob has one. Rob has too, one. Right? Yep. And I'm trying to convince Rob to bring his jet too, like his turbine jet, like that, oh. of course, too. But um, yeah. So we'll see. Uh, but yeah, I think that'd be great having four or five of these in the air flying. Yeah, that'd be cool. You know, I know Muse. He's interested in building one. He, <laughs> I didn't mention this. Uh, this past Sunday, Muse was there too. Uh, he showed up a little later, and he had his um. I think it's called a vampire. Yeah. And it was the silver um, EDF that Hobbywing made for a little while, but they discontinued. And he took off and he was going flying around and he started doing a dive and tried to pull out and it didn't pull out and it just went smack right to the ground. Oh, jeez. Obliterate. I mean, like, it just totaled the whole airplane. Like, gone. So I was like, oh, well, you know, you got servos and a receiver, 70 millimeter. Dude, build a Vigan. <laughs> Just put all that stuff in a Vigan. He's yep. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so I think uh, what we're going to try to do is, you know, I have the templates. And I was like, they just come over one day. We'll cut it out. And then you can just, you know, you can just glue it together. It's, you know, it's not too bad. Yeah, I'll help you get it built. So, you know. Just get a spar. Yeah, yeah, and I, I have spars. I the way just... he flies, he needs spar. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna need spars. He probably needs some, uh, you he's know, full throttle. He he's might pro- need a fiberglass one. <laughs> he might need to wrap that sucker in packing, uh, like yeah, bubbles, right? right. Packing <laughs> peanuts or well, what's that stuff that that everybody pops? Yeah, bubble wrap. Bubble, bubble wrap. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, uh, that's what we should do. We gotta build like a bubble wrap plane and, <laughs> and see. Oh if my that god, we should do a bubble wrap. Plane challenge yeah like build a plane that you can full throttle into the ground and fly again or just like that's um, the challenge yeah we have to wrap it in bubble wrapper or incorporate it somehow that's we got to tell mike that he can put it out as a challenge for the next like franken plane or event or whatever we have at the club oh oh, yeah 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 that'd be cool yeah so continuing on with with uh facebook comments fred Fred Provost wrote, we should boycott the show until it's complete. And then and I said, sounds like sounds a plan, like- <laughs> Fred. And I wrote, we, and David Hill wrote, looks like an opening for a new co-host. <laughs> it, it's yours. It's yours. You can have it. <laughs> oh, jeez. We, we got to get, we should get Dave, so Dave on the show. Uh, you know, because originally next, I had, I did have week. this. Well, okay, yeah, def- definitely next week if uh, yeah if he has the time to join us. Um, but originally, this oh, show, man. you know, was was it started as as 
you know, Kevin, me, and Jeff, and I've always envisioned it with four people. Uh, you know, so there's always room. There's always room for more. So Mark Ritchie commented on uh, how's the weight uh, feeling so far on my vegan, and and I did say it's not too bad. I'll, I'll weigh it and take a look. And Dave said, Kevin, can you weigh yours too? Uh, he wants to know how his uh, stacks up. You know, take bets that his is heavier because he has that uh, Dr. Mattress EDF. His is a full aluminum mattress EDF. Oh, so that, really? Oh, okay. Yeah, remember? He had to move it up because he oh, wouldn't yeah, see yeah, you right. So he right. had to move it up yeah. way up front. Yep. Um, yeah, I weighed mine and, and took a picture. And this is without the ailerons, but everything else. It was uh, 2 pounds, 3.8 ounces. Which is kind of heavy. That's without the battery, right? Without anything. without the battery, yes. It's just okay. the airframe ready to go without the battery. Okay. So you know, it's over two pounds. It's you know, it's it's not light. Now I have to see. Like you fly your success with what a forty one hundred or thirty seven hundred? What, what do you what success pack do you use? It's forty one hundred. The forty one hundred. Yeah, it's like a brick. Yeah, yeah, no, it's literally the size of a brick. Uh, those like forty one hundred, five thousands are very similar in size, but they're they're big. Um, I put a eighteen hundred in mine from the um Goblin three eighties, because those are like the smallest. They're the right, right. only other six packs. Yeah, like I don't have thirty sevens or forty ones. It's either five thousand, which is super heavy, super big, probably won't even fit in the the battery box, or I could take the eighteen hundreds and double them up. Okay. You know, I, I have a Y cable in there that's, you know, I use for charging, but it's parallel. And basically, I can either take that and go to 1800s and run them in parallel and, you know, give me 3600 milliamps. Or I just run a single 1800. Single 1800 might be what, a minute, a minute and a half? What do you think, Kevin? Yeah, because my calculations were, yeah, roughly about that. If I used an 1800, probably a minute and a half. I mean, I run, I have the 4100 in there now, mm-hmm. and I think I get, I think I get four minutes, something like that. I think I'm roughly around. Yeah. So maybe five, like maybe. pushing, yeah, maybe pushing two minutes, not on the throttle, you know, a lot. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. It depends on how you fly it. So we'll see. I'll, I'll run it with one, and then I'll maybe piggyback them and, and run them, you know. But with one, I can get it to CG perfectly. Just a tad nose. So I could, um, you know, so I could penetrate through the air better. So we'll see. Um, not this weekend, but the next weekend. We'll definitely get that up there. Uh, and well, going back to the comment. So David said, <laughs> porker. <laughs> and then he and he comments right after. He's like, well, I'll weigh mine too. I shouldn't throw stones until I know mine is lighter. <laughs> so we'll see how heavy his is. Nice. Uh, mine's pretty heavy because I... I just layered on the glue, the resin, and the fiberglass. Like I was not sparring with the fiberglass, the resin at all. It wasn't like let me scrape as much as I can get off. It was more like, oh crap, I have some gaps here. Let me just fill it up as much as I can, <laughs> you know, just to kind of make it smooth it out. I tried sanding it, but that didn't really work too well. So it's um. Yeah, you know, it's definitely going to be a bit on the heavier side, and I kind of weigh it with the battery. I think that's going to be the all up weight is going to really. Be the, the truth, you know, uh, on how it's gonna perform. Yeah, because I don't think I have enough thrust. I don't think I have enough power, so it might just kind of flop around <laughs> full throttle for a minute in the air. Jeez, oh, let's see. So, do we have any other comments here? I'm glad you asked. 
because yeah. you posted a video of you testing your hovercraft in the garage. And this yes. is where Kyle Gaines really cracked me up. You said a small test in the garage with the hovercraft. And Kyle Gaines was like, no wonder the Viggen isn't done yet. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it, it, and you know what? It's, it's partially it's the truth. You know, it is. I didn't. Not that. Um, it's just that uh, I was like, oh, I got all these 3D printed parts printed. And I'm sitting inside my nice, you know, warm house and not sitting in a freezing garage this week. I might as well work on this. So, yeah. Yeah, no, it did. Um, and Campbell Hogg, her Hogue, says, ha, ha, ha. Mm-hmm. Um, then Kyle came back and says, looks like a fun little project. How hard was it to get the skirt on there? And you said, not hard at all. Cut out a piece of black garbage bag uh, and the clips and all that. And then he came back and said, Steve Yoon, awesome. Got to build one now. You guys suck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, build one. I want everyone to build one. We can, uh, you know, maybe at some events where, you know, if there's like a parking lot or something, we can just kind of rip these around. I think it'd be cool. Nice. You posted another post uh, about it, too, with just some pictures and, and how it's laid out. And Greg uh, Aldrich said, dude, I'm going to connect the dots now. I saw the video of this running, but now I know I can 3D print it. So yes. uh, that's cool. Glad you print- posted that. Mm-hmm. It's funny. Um, we also got a Dan VP when when I posted like, oh, you know, here's my, I'm working on the vegan again. How do I use this glue gun, right? Um, and he was like, you might just finish it after all. Mm-hmm. And then 13 hours later, or whatever, like a week later, uh, I guess after the show came out and I posted saying, oh no, sorry, I didn't get a chance to work on it. He's like, or not. <laughs> so yeah, no, I. Today it is done, so you know it's it's there. It's it's almost there. Nice. Okay, so website comments slash email comments. Uh, email comments. Speaking of Dave, our buddy Dave Hilda Flyer, uh, mm-hmm. he uh, sent us a quick email talking to his buddy Guliami uh, last Saturday, just after the FA eighteen maiden. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh he's, yeah, he's which, which looks good, man. Yeah, I wanted to bring that up. I'm glad he sent us an email including that yes. in it because yeah that that thing was awesome man great job on the maiden and when he when he whipped that thing around and you know it's a, it's a prop and slot uh you know style f-18 but it's still mm-hmm. it's awesome and he fiberglassed the whole thing yeah uh, it's pretty decent sized but when he you know spun it around to and gave it some juice to take off i was like he's gonna toss that thing up and it's just gonna go straight out you know without any trim and I think he had to do a little trim on it, maybe. He did. He was he was calling it out. Yeah. yeah. He was calling it was like uh roll left and, and some down elevator or something, yeah. But uh yeah, that thing looked awesome. That's one of my favorite jets, man. Yeah, so, no, it came out great. Good job, Dave. Put some paint on it and it should be good to go, man. Yeah. Nice. Also his buddy, Kuliami, uh I think that's how you say it. Sorry, dude, if I'm butchering it. Um he Yeah, said, he's a heli direct rep, Guliami. Yeah, he's part of Team Synergy. Yeah, Synergy too, I believe. Yes. Um, and he says he goes by Code Pox, and we haven't heard from him in a while, like maybe mm-hmm. a year yeah. or so. Yep, he was supposed um, to come to our event the first year, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I remember getting stuff from him early on, uh, communications. Um, yep. but he asked about what EDF are you using, what KV motor and battery size for your Vigan. And yeah. he says he says great job on the podcast every week. I'm looking forward to listening to you. Fred and Kevin. So good job, Fred. Good job, Fred. Yeah, yeah, you too, Kevin. And 
Steve. I guess. So what yeah. size EDF? <laughs> oh, we're using 70 mil. Yeah, 70 mil. You could go 5-bladed or 10-bladed or 12-bladed. 5-bladeds um, are more efficient. They produce more thrust, in my opinion. Um, they just don't sound as cool as the 12-bladed or 10-bladed ones. Uh, KV-wise, I, I don't remember the KV. On the forest was what? I think it was like 4,000 or something like that, right? Well, I was buying the um, the setup that the the pack that um, altitude, right? No, it was the no Altitude. Graves, Gra- no, no, uh, Grayson. Grayson, 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 Grayson yeah. Hobbies, oh. yeah. yeah. The pack that they recommended, and um, I know it was seventy millimeter, but then the rest was like you know, whatever David Findestall recommended for that. Yeah, you know? I think the four S version that I was running was around forty one hundred kV or something like that. And then the 6S version, I think it's closer to 18 or 2,000 kV. Yeah, I think mine's like yeah, 2,200 maybe, I want to say. Maybe, maybe, yeah, something like that. I think mine's a little bit on the lower side, but, you know, it's what I get for going cheap on eBay. So, Dr. Mad Thrust, 22 kV, 2,200 kV. So that's for the 6S motor. 6S version, yeah. Yeah. So- 1,600 watt. Yep. So depending on what you want to do, I, I'd actually recommend going to 4S. Um, I, have a, I have a six bladed fan on that. And then I did mm-hmm. purchase a, just a, a $15 Hobby King EDF with a 2800 kV motor. Uh, I was going to put a 12 bladed fan on that and that I was going to use. I was actually going to swap that, but my, my blades, I, I was off on what I ordered. I was going to put the 12 blade on the 6S, but I didn't. I wound up putting the six blade on it. Yeah, I think because you said it didn't fit or something, right? It didn't fit, right? Yeah, yeah, it was my mistake, and uh, so I was gonna put the twelve blade on the four uh, S EDF. I was gonna get two of those for uh, anything else, something else I was gonna build, maybe the Guinea or something like that. Mm, right, the FT Guinea, but I, I haven't done that yet. Or not the Guinea? Well, it's the Guinea. That's the cargo plane, right? Yeah, yeah. You want to do the EDF version, right? I still got those two sixty four or sixty eight millimeter EDFs. I was going to use in the A ten. Um, oh right. Yeah, those That'd are actually cool. a little bit too big uh, for Nerd Nick's design. I think his called for like a sixty four millimeter. But um, yeah, oh, okay. I, whatever happened to Nerd Nick? I know he was supposed to bring out a version two of the A ten with like actual build instructions and stuff. I know. I just saw him release a video. I thought on YouTube. I thought it might have come up as an older video, though. Mm. So he did something. I forget what it was. Yeah. So yeah. So thanks, guys, for thank you shooting us a an, an email. Yep. Uh, so on the website comments, there was an email. Uh, let's see here, and I forwarded this to our free for C email because I kind of wanted to share with everyone. Um, I'm currently still getting the form submissions directly to my personal email. But Jason Johnson uh, emailed us with the subject positive feedback. So here's this uh, message. It says, hey guys, just want to drop you a huge thumbs up. Yeah. Great timing, Fred. Sorry, guys. <laughs> uh, huge thumbs up to your podcast. I listen to most of the RC podcasts, but I have to say you guys are my favorite. I've been into the RC hobby going on 29 years now, and it's cool to hear you guys talking about getting into nitro helis and balsa airplanes. Uh, back years ago, that's all there was, nitro helis and balsa kits. 
Hell, there was no such thing as an arf plane. LOL. Uh, anyways, keep up the great work. If you guys ever need any guests for the podcast, feel free to contact me. I'd be happy to uh, be on the show. Rock on, guys. Yeah, Jason, definitely. Uh, I oh, will. Man. I'll hit yeah. you up for the listener series, and we'll get you. We'll get you booked on here. Come on the show. Thanks, Jason. Yeah, thank you. Awesome. And one more thing I saw real quick was I'm not gonna like I probably won't respond unless I probably won't type a reply back. But uh, this is my response is to Dave, uh, David Hill. He got back to me real quick and said um, he gets he sent me a link on where he gets all his music wire and fiber, you know, carbon fiber tubes and rods from Radical RC. Um, oh, okay. Three three dollars shipping USPS. Nice. So, so unless you live. Unless you live anywhere besides where Fred is, you shouldn't have any problems with USPS. But yeah, um, thanks, Dave. Thanks for um, thanks for uh, giving me the info. Nice. I know Dave's hooked up. You know where to get fiberglass, where to get music. Wire. I mean, wealth of uh, information and knowledge. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. All right, people. Of Podbean. People of. Podbean. Damn, I gotta get it like a little song together. People of Podbean. Um, maybe some Podbean people. Yeah. Charlie Green's made out of. Oh, sorry. Um. Okay, so people of Podbean, we had a couple things happen. Abby, the poodle, started following us. Nice. Cheap um, World. Cheap <laughs> World 2002 started following us. No take back started following us. I like that. It's a good punk band name. Uh, PBGF5BBFE2 liked episode 121, Flying Season Wish List. Uh, Dougbo liked episode 122, Mentorship, as did Mike Welch, our buddy Mike Welch. And Jeep World 2002 liked episode 94, Scope Scorpion Power Systems. So thanks, everybody. Thank you. All right, so let's do some Podbean comments. Uh, All right. So I don't know if I read this one. No, no, yeah, I did read this one. So Jeep World 2002, catching up on the ODs. Keep up the good work. Smiley face. Episode 99, listener series with volume, listener series volume three, staff sergeant David Jones. Uh, Doug nice. Bow. Four days ago, be a student of life, a lifelong learner. Episode 122, mentorship. Uh, Doug Bo again. My flight times on a 3D gas plank is less than 11 minutes. Heli, less than uh, 7 minutes. Prevents crashing due to brain strain and loss of focus, LOL. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I think it's if I, probably comments on, you know, we're just saying like, oh, you know, I think, who is it? Uh, Andrew was saying that he gets uh no, it was what Kyle it? Schneider. No, Kyle, not- sorry. Kyle, yeah, yeah, he was like, yeah, it's 15, 16 minutes, and then he, you know, can't really hold his concentration anymore yeah, after that. Got to land and take an Advil. Yeah. Uh, Jared, four four five four. Three days ago, talking about battery technology, got me thinking about Elon Musk supercapacitors. RC supercapacitors, dot, dot, dot. Take Ooh. an instantaneous charge and then can supply as much power as you can demand. Tech isn't there yet, but I bet it's coming. That sounds pretty cool. You know yeah, how like we get that. all this like sag from our batteries, right? Like when you're just in the collective way too much, right? You get this battery sag, your motors, it starts to, your tail whips out, like your gov can't hold the head speed. It just, it just, you, you know, your helicopter's not in a happy place. 
Mm-hmm. Think about if we had just a couple of capacitors and we'd probably never have that. You know? Can we make uh like organic versions of those that I could take around two PM? Yeah, it's called five hour. Oh, sag. <laughs> yeah. It's called B twelve. Yeah, but I don't need eighteen hundred milligrams in one shot. It's called B twelve. They make a pill splitter. <laughs> no, uh, I thought that's what scotch was for. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that too. It depends it's, how it depends how you want to do. You want to go new way with pharmaceuticals, or you want to go old school? <laughs> yeah, I'm old school. Yeah, there you go. Uh, let's see here. Uh, three days ago, Jeep Pearl 2002. Thank you, George, for the flashback to the little plane on the metal lanyard with a spinning motor. This was my. First, then flash forward to Pico Z Helis, then started my addiction. So this is for episode number 94, Scorpion Power Systems, when we had George's on. Yeah. And then let's see. Muse left us one day ago. Kevin, you can search on Google. Either you can find, you can solder and combine push rods or look into CF rods that are various sizes. And that's for comment. Episode 122, Mentorship. So I would like to answer that by saying no, 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 no. I will not be soldering push rods together um, because I don't really trust my solder joints that well. I mean, that's what I had to do for the cup. A lot of balls of planes, you solder or you do like the wood with the Yeah, they do like a wood push rod. rod. Yeah, and then they like wrap it with, you know, thread and, and CA it. Um, it all works. I mean, f- obviously for the 3D printed planes, you are limited by your your pushrod tube that they designed yeah. into the plane. Exactly. You know. But, no, this uh, seems to yeah. work great, man, what I got. So I'm really happy. Yeah. And but- that's the same stuff that I, I was telling you. Like, you can buy full length, like, you know, music wire. You know, like, what do you mean you would get them at 16 inches? Like, no. Well, that's, so. what, that's what Dave gave me was uh, a link to that. Yeah. To where I can get that. Yes. But no, thanks, Dave. Thanks, Muse, for looking yes. out for me, man. Yes. So thanks, everyone, for leaving your comments on Podbeam. Continue to leave your comments on Podbeam, and we'll definitely get to, uh, we'll definitely read them on this show. Cool. Cool. iTunes review. I saw nothing new on iTunes. But thanks, everybody, that left us one. Yeah. Thanks, We really that. appreciate it. Yep. So just to let everyone uh, of our listeners know that, you know, these listener series are going to be booked up again. So I do have a list of folks that I'm going to be contacting. Awesome. Um, you know, we're going to get a couple more folks on here. If you did not originally make the post to let me know you, you're interested, you know, maybe you're a new listener and you want to come on the show, uh, definitely just put a response into our website or on Facebook and let me know. And, you know, we'll, I'll add you to the list. And then I'm just, you know, as, as people responded with interest, I'm contacting them back in that order to put them, you know, to book them on the show. So okay. if you're on the later part of the, that post, you know, and I haven't reached out to you yet, as, as that's why. So, but definitely, uh, let us know. Yeah. We're going to get that. Uh, I am going to work on getting Todd Bennett back on the show to do some more. Uh, heli school stuff and stories, little and, you know, segments or yeah, maybe little a whole segments. Show. Yeah, yeah, you know. So, and we're gonna get definitely some more uh, pro pilots and other folks on the show. I want to, you know, I'm gonna reach out to a whole bunch of people. Hopefully, I'll see a whole bunch of folks I could talk to in person too and get them booked. You know, 
uh, come spring fling here. So yeah, and don't be you know shy if you're a guy that just started out. It'd be yeah. great to have you on the show because then you'd have a lot of questions about this and that, and we can go back and forth. If you're yes. a guy that's got twenty year plus years in, you know, yeah. we can uh, go back and forth about that and all your experience. Yeah. If you don't want to have Fred on the show, just let us know and <laughs> Damn. We'll tell Fred he's got the day off. Hey! <laughs> so, Which oh, he'll yeah. enjoy. See? I'm yes. sorry. I, I read the wrong line here. Uh. <laughs> yeah. So uh, no matter your experience, if you're, you know, if you're new to the hobby or if you're a veteran of the hobby, um, there's aspects that we want to get you on the show and talk to you about, right? If you're a veteran, we want to hear your stories, you know, the old days and everything. Um, you know, if you're new, you might have those questions that, you know, we never asked or no one's ever asked us. So definitely, you know, we want to definitely talk to you. So, yeah, just reach out to us and let us know. We will, you know, definitely uh, get everyone booked on the show and, and you know, it'll, be, it'll be good. Cool. Cool. And before we wrap up, I got one last question for Fred. You there, Fred? Oh, I'm here. Uh, what was the motorcycle for? couple things. One, if I did run into a situation where the truck broke down, you know, in between towns and down there is a lot of nothing for a long ways. You know, I could hop on the bike, ride to town, get a part and come back and fix the truck if that was what's needed. Uh, the other thing is, you know, a lot of guys use the mopeds, scooters, motorcycles to, to just run up and down the flight lines. It's kind of like flight tests. It's a big, long, oh, okay. long line. Mm-hmm. And uh, but I don't like to ride it without shoes, and I wasn't wearing shoes, so you know. Yeah, it makes shifting pretty interesting without shoes. Well, actually, <laughs> mine's not bad because it it has a toe heel uh, shifter. So okay, okay, yeah, yeah. So it's not too bad. Yeah, kick the heel down and shift up. Yeah. Um, but the worst is when you try to get your toe and it's just just a toe yeah, shifter. Yeah, just yeah. skin. Yeah, yeah, that hurts. <laughs> or trying to kickstart it without shoes. That's oh yeah, I, that too. Because <laughs> it that one will pop back hard. Uh huh. Yeah. So yeah, that that will hurt. So that's cool. I was just curious. Really planned on putting up and down the the flight line with it, but I just never broke it out of the truck. Cool. All right. So drop us an iTunes review, and we'll read the review on the next episode. Email us at freefallrc at gmail dot com. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash podcast. Check out our webpage, show slash podcast.com, whichever one you want to go to. Hey, Chris Robert. Uh, say hi to Chris. I said hi to Chris. Hey, Chris. <laughs> uh, let us know if you want us to add anything. I am still looking into uh, getting our we- our episodes up there for download. It, I, you know, I don't see an easy way of doing it. So I might have to, like, link it maybe to, like, a Dropbox account or something. And then, you know, it can... Uh, you could free download that way. Uh, cool. Let's see. Flight test forums, off the field, audio and video production, other than flight test podcast, free for RC podcast, sit next to the FT community cast. Hey, Mike nice, Fred. You're welcome. You finally got it in. You finally were able to talk over me for once. Chapow! <laughs> awesome. RCHeliHangouts.com forum under RC Heli Hangouts main section, podcast corner. And free forestry podcast sitting next to our friends, the RC Heli Hooligans podcast. Walt Ned. Hey, Walt Ned. And Full Pitch Podcast. Javier and Jimmy Jones. Yeah. All right. Thanks to our listeners. Thanks, guys. Free our skies. And we'll see you next time. Thanks, yeah. Steve.
Thank you. Thanks, Fred. Thanks, Kev. You guys do a great show every week when when you make it on time, Fred. Hey, listen. I was on time for what we usually schedule for. You're lucky that I, I take the time away from my loving wife. I am lucky. She, 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 uh, she, she can poison me any day now. Tinkercad, one, you know, so... Hold on okay. one second. Let me turn this printer off because I'm getting a weird fan noise here. I don't hear it. It was like... Rah, 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 rah. I don't know if it's a fan or a stepper motor or something. Woohoo! More nitro exhaust plugs. Okay. Hey, don't don't be doing too much off-show type stuff because uh, Kevin's already said he's not doing the editing. <laughs> it's okay. It's got to be all one take type stuff for the rest of the show. Yeah, let's. No, I said I was going to edit out the silliness at the beginning of the episode. Oh. Oh, I thought you were, you didn't want to edit the show. Yeah, that's no, what I'm... I got from it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <listen>. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, let's see here. Uh,. <clears throat> Hello? Hello? Oh, crap. I think I... <laughs> Oops. Sorry. Sorry. I meant to answer, and uh, I clicked hang up instead. What's going on, man? What's going on with you, Pop Rock Boy? Pop Rock. Is that what you're eating? Pop Rocks? <laughs> no, I am eating candy. It sounds like candy. Am I having airheads? Airheads. Nice. So what's up with Fred? I don't know. I haven't heard from him at all. Maybe he's... um. I don't know. <laughs> maybe, maybe he made one too many footfalls in the swamp. 